Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Podcast like it. Podcast like it. Podcast like it's 1999. Hello and welcome to Podcast Like It's 1999, the podcast where we look back at the movies of 1999 from our little slice of heaven here in 2019. <laughs> Each week you have to come up with a new one now you realize. That was the goal, man. Before you blew it, now I'm just going to say purchase. From uh, our... So it, <laughs> God damn it. From our... I've been thinking a little slice of heaven all week. I'm That's like, fantastic. From our little I love slice it. of heaven. Here in 2018. Um, you seemed unsure. Yeah, yeah. I'm Kenny Nybart. I'm Phil Iskov. And today we have a very special guest. His name is Timmy Rosenman. It is. Um, Timmy is a good friend of mine, an old friend of mine. And um, he is someone who desperately wanted to talk about a particular movie. Uh, Which he seemed a little surprised about when he <laughs> That's sat down right. earlier. And so I'll, I'll, I'll do a little context of, of, of what's happening. In the world? No. In this room. In, in this room. Okay. In this room. So the movie okay. we're doing today is Idle Hands, as you know, when you clicked on this link. Um, maybe, maybe yeah. it's a, uh, it's a movie from 1999 and it's a horror comedy, a horror stoner comedy. Yeah. Um, fits those right. three genres really well. And, uh, Timmy <laughs> chose this though. When we came into this room, Timmy, what was, your, what was your question to me? Who chose this movie? <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to go back to oh, where you think I chose this movie? I know where you, you chose this movie. For context as well, Kenny texted me. <laughs> saying how much timmy wanted to do this movie i said just I had, just to be clear I i'm said, not saying it didn't happen no i said no, i said i had a friend yeah who yeah, really wanted friend. to do this movie yeah. right also yeah i had a friend and right. full stop <laughs> and also a guy who really wanted to do this movie so yeah. so what i claim happened yes was 10 days ago we were at dinner with our wives 
We're both married. As we as we do. <laughs> Humble brag. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> as we as we want to do. Uh, it was a lovely dinner. Uh-huh. And um I feel like there was something kind of going on. Was th- wasn't there something going on? Oh, I I just I just got in a big fight. I got in a big fight with my mom at that same um that evening? No, at that same it was at, oh, Beverly, at the dinner. Yeah, at the Glen Center. Idle hands? No, it's not about. So it was a it was a big fight. It was whatever. I love you, mom. Um, and uh, and um, and you were talking about the podcast. We were talking about the podcast, and you said I really would want to do idle hands. You said I love idle hands, and I would love to do it. I said okay. I'm did, did, let you, did you say that like we were thinking about doing Idle Hands? I guess we like coming up, and you were like, I guess maybe I'd brought up well, Idle we Hands. Had well, I'm sorry, so that that's title. a whole. There we go. So, I so just it's win. possible. That, well, I mean, it's possible you're, you're both right. You you only win if you don't remember that you also knew what this podcast was about, which is we're going <laughs> to no. do every. Yeah, that was amazing. Which is where we're going to do every. So like, why'd you guys pick Idle Hands? You're yeah, because like, mm. you, you guys are referencing now another argument that we're having. Along parallel so, to this argument. It's true, it's true. So the other argument is Timmy, who is, you know, definitely my best friend in the entire <laughs> yeah, universe. Nice. Right? No, definitely not. So do oh, you wow. want to hear my contention? No, no. You're no, you, no, why would you? <laughs> you you know, I mean the funny uh, thing is like you two guys outside of Laura definitely know what it's like to talk to me more than anyone in the world right now. <laughs> so um so you'll have a lot of common ground. <laughs> So you uh, you definitely know what this podcast is about. Right? I do. I know. I, I'm not arguing that. Okay. What I'm arguing, my my side of the story is that I don't know when Idle Hands came out, so uh, I couldn't no have question, suggested it. No question. I believe that. So I couldn't have suggested it for this fair podcast. Enough, fair enough. Fair I enough. didn't know you guys were also doing every movie. Okay. I just saw you guys did movies, movies from, from 1999, okay, fair enough, fair enough. which I think is oh. awesome. Uh, and I get it now. You might have said, well, we're thinking about this movie, this movie, and Idle Hands. And then I probably did say, oh, I know Idle Hands. I love that movie. Maybe I threw out some, you know, there's so many good teen comedies. <laughs> I feel a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I, mean, I came in here. Well, because like, there is also, because I've been in similar conversations with people where I talk about the podcast, right? And then I'd say, you know, <laughs> hey, are you interested in coming on it? Or like, or they bring up, you know, hey, I'd love to come on. And then I say, oh, like, what movies? You know, it, it's sort of a somewhat. I have no clue situation. that Idle Hands was in was, was oh. in 1999. Right. I don't know the There's order no way of the you months. Knew that in real life. So I can't remember like what <laughs> I mean, happened in 1999 okay. versus 1998. It's okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's that? It's Uh That's the order of the planets from the distance of the sun. That's correct. As we all learned on Say by the Bell. Bell. We're on good fire. work. Okay. Um. So. Should we talk about Save by the Bell? Mm. We should talk about. I mean, we can. We should talk. <laughs> was it about, on in '99? Uh, I think it was uh, college. No, Rob shaking it off. I don't think it was. I don't think. Unfortunately, I think. I don't think it was. I, think See, it, I don't. I, think I don't know down. the dates of things, so I, I have no idea. <laughs> All right, I don't doubt that it you didn't definitely know the date wasn't of that. because, like, Showgirls was in the '90s, and that was definitely. Oh, post. she was. She was off. You're right. That's Showgirls. Oh, not, right, Showgirls '95. Right. So there you go. So Save by the Bell. Yeah, we were like 10, 11. Yeah. Okay, so we should talk about you. Yeah. yeah, and since you're my friend, I have to ask you questions. Go That's for how it. this works. Yeah, yeah. How do you know Kenny? Uh, Kenny and That's a I. Great question. Are are uh, mutual best friends? Uh, <laughs> this already makes my brain hurt because I thought you guys are best friends. I went to college with Kenny's best friend, and he went to college with my best I friend, understand. and then okay. we would. That's true. As we would visit each other's best friends at college, we okay. met, and then when I moved out here, we became okay. even closer. And who moved out here first? Kenny. I moved out here first. Okay. We were 
at best acquaintances. Yeah. Like before, I didn't have his phone number before, before I before LA. moved yeah. out here. Okay, okay. And then he came out here and like needed someone. What year was that? That was what I came out six years ago. But it, it still took a few years for this whole thing to take to really blossom yeah yeah into yeah what it is i don't today. even know how it happened oh our wives loved each other yeah that made it easy yeah uh, yeah our wives loved each I mean, other that makes sense it's that rare to find uh yeah. you know another couple where all, all four sides of the triangle work mm, square no like, square triangle color. nailed it <laughs> <laughs> i told you i'm not good with dates with shapes <laughs> not great with dates so um so where were you in 99 uh i was a junior in High school, okay, in New York City. All right, um, and this was spring. This was the, this is April, April thirty. Yeah. yeah. So what were we doing? Were we like studying for SATs? Okay, sure. That, I, that, I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is was, that when this you was, take the SATs. I, don't I, know. I never. Took this it. was Fe- I'm Canadian. I didn't have to do SATs. This okay. was February, right? Am I wrong? This came out in February. April. No, April. April. Yeah, you were probably looking at colleges. Yeah. So did you see this in the theater? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. So one of the I know I'm so, supposed so to come my, on here like the idle hands no, expert. It's fine. I, I don't there's, know. There's, so my my best my there best is no friend, idle hands expert. Just to be clear, Devin <laughs> Sawa mean, is not an idle hands. Yeah, expert. The director definitely. Is. By the way, I can't wait to talk about Devin Sawa, Canada's finest. Um, but Final Destination is great. Final hands. Destination is great. You're saying that like idle hands isn't idle idle, idle hands. hands is, Final Destination is, idle hands idle is hands. what it is. <clears throat> Devin Sawa is great. In it this? is not an easy thing to pull off. Uh, great we'll physical talk actor. That. We'll talk. That's about what I'm that. getting at. I had a note about that. I was very impressed with his physical. I, he committed, and he is he committed to the bit. And he is in real life Canadian, that. and he also played a quarterback <laughs> in Little Giants. So that's not easy to do. Play that's a sport that you're not no. that you didn't grow up with. So, well, yes. there there is football in Canada, but we can. We what was his name in Little Canadian Giants? football? It's different. It's basically the same. His name was Junior. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so we're talking April 1999. April 1999, spring, New York City. I think I was sure. uh, stressed sure. out about getting okay. into colleges, taking SATs. All right. Uh, I definitely. Did was, you see a lot of movies in 99 in the sure. theater? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, yeah. And I was definitely smoking a lot of weed as well. Okay. So, like, so this, this movie speaks to you. This hit home. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I understood. Sure, sure. I understood. Sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, let's, I guess let's talk about the movies kind of generally a little bit from a high altitude. Um, Movie comes out as we mentioned, April thirtieth, nineteen ninety nine. Excuse me, opened against Entrapment, uh, which was a big hit, which I kind of forgot was a big hit. I mean, it, it was a big Entrapment hit. It was top ten opened, movie that year, right? It was. Yeah. How do you? Well, I don't know if it's top. This. It wasn't a top. From 10. doing the podcast, I mean, sh- or do you just know this? Well, because it's a, a mixture. Sta- you're a stats guy. I would are agree. You it's a, a mixture. Guy? Yeah. Impressive. But now we've we we are we also like know this this year kind of through and through. Always have. When did you guys learn what a square was? We are. You I, mean a triangle? There is, <laughs> there is little doubt in my mind Sorry, that no Phil person? and I are two of the five foremost experts in the movies of 1999 <laughs> right now. Yeah, I, I, would, um, I would agree with and that. And Entrapment was a massive. I but I had forgot. I mean, it opened to over 20 million in its opening weekend. I don't That's want to talk too much about it. We're not going to talk a lot about Entrapment, and we're going to do it really soon. We're gonna do, but I'm just. I will but say, her, her it's it's a sold on a gift. Literally, is all people know about Entrapment. Yeah. Me it's too. that one shot of know what? Christi- of uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones's ass going yeah. underneath the, the Laser. lasers. And, and 19 years later, you still remember it. It was an incredible I don't shot. even know who else is in the movie. Can Sean I also, Connery. Sean Connery. I was going to guess, but I, I wasn't but sure. But can I also that. say I'm that if you him. look up GIFs, like if you go on Giphy and you look up Entrapment, it's just 20 shots of her ass going underneath for, that laser. For, <laughs> it's you know, it, It's not the nicest thing they say in 2019, but it is, it is a it's perfect... 2018. I, I'm so bad at You're that. You're bad at years. I'm so bad at the present. 
<laughs> I, I've been calling this 2017, or I've yeah. been doing the math the wrong. The math to get wrong, here. 17, 18 years. Um, he's struggled with this. So it's the perfect shot. It's one of the most perfect shots in cinematic history because wow. no one has ever forgotten it. Sure. That's, I mean, that's I mean, really yeah. a big deal. And it was the laser and it's, it's, it's also, perfect. I mean, we're going to talk about entrapment and I don't and know. The, I could do half an hour on that one shot of the age difference between Sean Connery and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, she movie. wasn't his daughter. No, <laughs> never seen the movie. Only seen this. Only Not seen the gift. His daughter. <laughs> only, seen, only seen the gift. Anyway, so, I knew I got the whole movie from the gift. So, so Idle Hands opens on April thirtieth against Entrapment and gets its ass handed to it. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> and Idle Hands opens on a little over sixteen hundred screens, which is also kind of insane. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot of screens. And uh, grossed 1.8 million in its first weekend, and a total that's not a lot. That's not a lot. Uh, then a total of just over four million on a budget of anywhere from twenty to twenty-five million, which but is a pretty big budget for this kind of for movie. this movie with no stars. There was a lot of art direction. There's a lot. Yeah, I and, mean, it's it's it and, is like yeah, and there was a lot of special effects. There were. Um, the movie was critically panned. Uh, um, Rotten Tomatoes has it at sixteen percent. It's not good. It's that's not a low great. rating. It's a low, low rating, percentage-wise. <laughs> not great with numbers. Yeah, out of 100, it's pretty uh-huh. low. Uh, but here's the thing that I think is interesting about it, um, <clears throat> and this this actually is kind of a bigger conversation, and we don't need to go down the, a rabbit hole on this, but I do think it is worth talking about. Um, the movie came out 10 days after Columbine. Mm-hmm. And Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll tell you how much research I did. In my movie. notes. Columbine just happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Timmy just showed us his screen, pointed yeah. to it in his notes. Um, so there was a lot of concern uh, and and people talking about how should this movie be released? The kid kills his parents at the top of the movie, although we don't see it. And totally by accident. It's kind of by accident. Uh, there's no guns in this movie either for what that's worth. Um, but you did have uh, – CNN actually had an article questioning the studio's decision to move forward with the release of the film. This is back when it actually came out, um, saying uh, it offended the public's still raw sensibilities, mm-hmm. noting that the main character kills his parents and that the film is advertised as having a scene where the gates of hell open at a Halloween dance in a high school. You really got to want it mm-hmm. to draw a corollary between this and Columbine, I think. But it also is a testament of where the consciousness of the country was 10 days after this event. Um, and also how fucked up it is that now we wouldn't even be wouldn't even about think it, about it, which is that's a whole other thing. But I literally do, Parkland happens, and like six different, yeah, six different horror movies have come out since. And the biggest, I mean, Quiet Place just made fifty million dollars in its first weekend. Like it doesn't. There's, no, yeah, no, one no one cares anymore. No one even cares. Movie. So which is which? You is, saw it? Yeah, in the theaters. And it sucked so bad. I should not see it. I mean, live your life, but it was terrible. <laughs> Uh, but back to what you were saying. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that movie sucks. Um, eat shit, Krasinski. <laughs> I've I've heard it's quite good, but I understand. Are you that- from who? She delivers a baby and makes no sound. I mean, wh- well, I, okay, okay. So but what, I mean, it, it's but that's terrible. also it's that, it, that's also a suspenseful a good, scene. It's a good, I have not good seen the film. Oh, you haven't seen it's it. I haven't seen the film. Objectively, the it's terrible. I'd like to debate any of your friends who think. Okay, it's good. Well, um, uh, we we could do that later. Well, we Great. podcast like it's twenty eighteen. We'll yeah, we'll is we it twenty eighteen though? <laughs> who knows? We got some time. Um, but I do think that there is a sort of there's a conversation to be had a little bit about that idea, which is something that still permeates, which is idea of these people that go on these shootings and whether or not they are in some way or another inspired. I mean, a big one 
also a 99 movie, and we'll talk about this in greater detail when we get to it, but The Matrix was a very big thing. I mean, Trenchcoat Mafia was a mm-hmm. very big yeah, thing. Yeah, we had one. The idea of of these kids emulating mm-hmm. what was happening in that movie. Did, so, did, I mean, there what, is something to be said. When did The Matrix come out? 1999, March. I know that. March. March. So, The Matrix was out before Columbine. Well, the, the Matrix came out and they're March saying that, 31st, they're saying that directly inspired. And then a month later, these kids uh, the, do this the Matrix Not even a month later. It was number one at the box office yes. the weekend this came out. Weekend well, no. Out. Entrapment was. The Matrix oh, was second. Oh, sorry. It took it back it the, took next it back the next week. Um, so I had something to say. Yeah, please. Uh, I don't... <clears throat> first of all, I don't... I just don't believe that um, one has anything to do with the other. Mm-hmm. That's my politics, whatever. I'm not positive, but that's the way I fall down on it. So, like... Me too. I don't... I don't think it was insensitive to come out. I understand the arguments for it. I don't either. I, in my research, I was looking that they had another um, final scene planned for the movie, yeah, which yeah, delayed yeah. the release yes. several months. Yes. So I don't know if it's ironic or whatever, but like this the final movie, scene that they talked about sounds way more interesting than the one that they like actually a wall put in of there. Hands in a pool or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it just sounded like a more dynamic sequence. We can talk about the end of this movie when we get to it, but I still don't really understand what the plan. Like he was just going to push. Jessica Alba into a pentagram off. I don't really, it, it did not make a no, lot of no sense. No rules to me. apply when, 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 when we're talking Alba. about a possessed hand. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Uh, but but I, yeah, I, you know, if they uh, had chosen the right final scene in the first place, they probably wouldn't have been, uh, maybe, you know, open to all that. That's interesting. Yeah. They would have, they, they would have got they it released earlier. Yeah. They would have missed it. I also, I, there is a part of me too, that feels like thinking that that, was a reason the film was a failure, I think is also a little bit ridiculous too. Like, I don't think that kids were going to be like, I'm not going to go see it. They don't care. First of all, kids don't care about critics. So there's that. So like the critical drubbing that it got, who cares? Yeah. And I also just, I, unless kids, and again, I don't know, teenagers after this horrible thing just didn't go to the movies, period. Like there is a possibility that they all kind of just, became insulated and, and just, you know, whatever that's possible. It may have affected it a little bit, but, but I don't, I don't think this movie is making back it, its $25 million budget, no matter what. Agreed, yeah. You'll see in, ni- in 1999, <clears throat> um, the horror, the, the teen horror thing mm-hmm. had passed. It was over the, the big teen movies that, yeah. that we see in 99 were American pie. She's got, uh, she's they all that. Sort of sex, also sex starring, uh, yeah. Ted Elden Henson. Oh, Eldon Henson. Yep. Of Mighty Ducks fame. Research. Um, <laughs> um, what was the uh, 10 things I had about you? And then and the big horror. She's all that. She's oh. all that, which I said. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, then the big horror movies were Blair Witch and Sixth Sense. Yeah. And so horror had gone in one direction. Uh-huh. Two yeah. movies had gone in another direction. And the screams that I know what you did last <clears> summers <throat> had kind of died. So maybe this no, was late. No, no, no. They came and oh, gone. This was kind of late. This there's a late late on this was late on that wave right this very clearly to me was mm. uh, an attempt to just do another scream thing yeah think but, so oh totally I think it's the it's <laughs> the end of that wave so not grounded I mean say what you will about scream that movie is a grounded movie this is fucking zombies I, and shit like, I get that but it's still self referential and it's ish and it, yeah but and it's and it's you know, i think set, this movie is trying to do a lot of things i'm not saying it's not trying to do what you're saying but i think it's actually trying to do too many things that's fine all i'm saying is it's trying to sell itself yes yes to yes, an yes. audience as you sure. know sc- screaming well there was you know the one with rebecca gayhart where she was the killer sorry guys no. um what movie was that urban legend like urban legend these movies had yeah. kind of petered out and then you know final did last summer final, 
I, I and I still know what you did last summer. Yeah, did you say that? Final, Final Destination was, was a part of that too, a little bit. But Final again, Destination was almost bringing it back because Final Destination is a different kind of movie, I think. But it is. It's a slicker movie. Slicker and movie. It's, it's trying to, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's. And a much better movie. <clears throat> Final this movie's trying shit. to thread far too many needles, in my opinion, just in terms of the tone. Like, I, I think that the. And I commend it for the attempts. And that's why, like, I don't think it's fundamentally a bad movie. But it's trying to do a lot of things <laughs> I that I don't you, fully understand. I think you thought you liked this movie. I saw this movie in 99 in the theater. At a, Good for you. I, 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 sure. <laughs> Thanks. We, 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 by the way, we should just have a soundbite of that because that's, that's how you start every – I saw this movie in 1999 in the theater. And we're going to get to some that I have not. Uh, in Toronto. It was outside of Toronto. It was oh, at a theater called The Colossus, which was shaped like a giant UFO. Oh my god! Well, that's How cool. do you remember so uh, Because and again, saw this with Yonka Task. Obviously, shockingly, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and we, if I remember correctly, he was dating a girl who lived outside of Toronto, like forty minutes or so outside of Toronto. And we went to this theater, and it was my friend Dimitri and Jan and this girl, and then. We went to have hot wings, I think, after that. And Jan and this friend, of, it doesn't matter. It's a whole long thing. But my point is, we like had this <laughs> no, whole like going. weird night in Vaughn outside of Toronto seeing Idle Hands. Be, was the weird night before Idle Hands or after Idle Hands? Post Idle Hands. But it was around Idle right, Hands. So you had, was, a good, you had a good night. So Idle Hands sure. had. Sure. Well, I love hang, nothing's better than hanging out. It was it wings. was a hangout <laughs> session what for I would sure. Give to hang out. There's some chicken wings in there. Chicken wings yeah, at the Colossus, know, and then I don't. I just don't remember the movie very well, <laughs> but I remember seeing it and just being like, "Okay, well, that was but, the thing." But when we started this podcast in the beginning, yes. one of the things you did say it was "Idle Hands." Was there's yeah, yeah Idle Hands? I think I, I yeah, think I don't know why because it, it begat that Devin Sawa. It did. Conversation about whether he's Canadian, which he is. He's from Canada. <laughs> he's from Vancouver, um, everybody. Which will make him Canadian. It he's make from him. Vancouver. But I think there's also, to your point. How's the, uh, how, how's the orthodon- orthodontist in Vancouver? I'm sorry? They, they never got the Devin Sawa? Did he have oh, messed yeah. up teeth? He's got that, he's got some he's got that Strahan yeah. gap. Sometimes it can add character. Uh, like Strahan? Like Devin Sawa. You think so? I mean, Ish. he's a heartthrob. When are we going to get to that? I, is he? I, are you guys crazy? N- he's a heartthrob. Yeah, I mean... All Whitney had to say, my wife was yeah. how hot she. Was. I thought really a hundred percent. I think it's his eyes. Right? I thought he was it's supposed like to be hair a... blonde. He's like Timberlake before Timberlake. Let's talk about. Although some, there is some like I could do. He's some got Sawa. some like pseudo frosted tips kind of thing going on. But that was the moment before Timberlake. That was the moment. It was so the moment. So Devin Sawa Junior. This is Devin Sawa's history. Junior in Little Jasper. He was Casper. He was Casper. And I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how good looking Casper is through a really weird story. Of Layla, <laughs> Layla, that's the pull quote. Layla, my, so Layla, my daughter, who is five, uh, loves Casper. Sure, and like it's a great movie, fell in love with Devin Sawa at the end. She, told, yeah, because he's a heartthrob. How old is he in that movie? Young, eleven, okay. ten, okay, yeah. something like but that. That's so she's like, oh, and then Junior, and then, um, then Devin Sawa basically did this. Right, and he did Final Destination, and then Final dropped Destination. off the face. Also, of the he was Stan. Oh yeah, he, he, was, he was Stan. In now Stan, and then, that's a big which deal. was a big movie. Now he did stuff. Stan was a huge music video. <laughs> yeah, Stan still is a, when music videos were, were at their peak. Yes, yes, you guys do know that's what Stan comes from, right? Like what? I'm a Stan for this guy. Really, because of that? Yeah, like I I'm, still I, don't understand. I, I don't understand. So, no, no, no. Uh, can you explain? It's like when somebody is obsessed with something. Yeah, Say it again. So if I'm if I say I'm a big like Beyonce Stan. 
Yeah. Or big oh, Kanye oh, oh, you're Stan. The, the yeah. music video was so popular, it spawned its own term. Term. Meme that's, term. That's, that's where Stan comes from. No one's ever said that in my life. I've heard that before. I just didn't know it was associated with that music video. That's interesting. So that's Devin Sawa's you know, career in a nutshell because he yeah. really did drop uh, off face slackers. of the earth. <laughs> in a nutshell. <laughs> that's, that's, so he really drop off face of the earth. He kind of does. But Devin Sawa... Um, you see that I, tweet that he posted a little while ago was, about Final Destination? Which was like, it was like Stan related or something. No, you, it was not? how he loves doing the opening from Final Destination when he gets in a plane, which is kind of fucked up. You think he's ever done it? What does he do? What is well, it? you've seen Final Destination, right? Sure. Okay. At the beginning of Final Destination, the whole point of Final Destination, the, the impetus of the movie or the concept of it is a group of kids are about They're to go supposed to, to die. Europe. They're supposed to die. He foresees the plane blowing up, mm-hmm. freaks out and pulls all his friends off the plane, and then the plane blows up. So I'm just like, so Devin Sawa like thinks it's funny what? to like pull that shit on planes. And then be like, like, or at least he's tweeting about it. Just kidding, guys. Like, yeah, it's JK, fine. it's totally fine. And everyone's not like, find that funny. it's not funny. No, and you're not famous enough to well, there's do that this too. joke. That's a whole other so thing. So I, I want to make this point about Devin Sawa, though. The, the, <laughs> the point about Devin Sawa, I think, is he yeah. was definitely considered to be a heartthrob. Because in this movie, he the only explanation why... Jessica Anyone. Alba is oh into him. Don't even get me. There's no reason we're going to have that conversation. Unless he is really hot, which right, I think right, he is. Right. That's what I'm trying to they get They should have put that in the movie. They should have had yes. a, a line from I mean, her being like, man, that guy's hot. That's because what I, nothing that, he oh does. And, and I, think, I, it, and I think it went without saying. With I think it went with, That's Alba what I think care. I'm trying to get at. Like, I think it went without saying. I think it would be yeah. like. That's very smart. That I makes sense. That makes sense. It would be like if Timothee Chalamet walked in a room. Timothee. I'm kidding. Timothee Chalamet. Chalamet. Is in a movie, you just assume now that he's some heartthrobby guy, right? I don't know. I mean, maybe the next movie. Or even Lady Bird. Like, even well, he Lady also Bird, spoke like, a couple languages, which is hot. Which yeah. I guess is hot, too. He's just a hot dude. Do you, do you, I have a question. Um, hot 17-year-old What dude. do you think the chances that Devin Sawa would be listening? <laughs> um, like, under know. under 15%? No, we, we should... Under... Way under. Listen to this podcast right now? Yeah. yeah. We're going to tweet at him. That's what Are that's, we? Yeah. I mean, we'll tweet at him. If I were you guys. Yeah, from the uh, from the account, from the show I'll have account. Whitney do it. I mean, I would make it my mission oh, to get him to listen dude. to this. That would be amazing. Um, all right. You make, so now, that, that, now that you said it, you may as well say who Whitney is. Oh, she was on the hills. <laughs> that's his wife, Whitney Port from <laughs> no the hills. No big deal, guys. What up, motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sorry for the cursing. Yeah. Uh, no, but please, we we can swear on. This uh, you you should sure. keep. So swearing. you're gonna you're gonna try to get Devin. Sawa if you can to make listen. that happen, I mean, yeah. Um, quick, if you do make that happen, and Devin yeah. Sawa does listen, thank you, Devin. Devin Sawa, we would love to have you absolutely. on another have podcast. You, and, I, and I want have everyone to remember, I'm the one who it's said you were hot. Oh. Phil is Phil is the one who doesn't I, think you're by hot. By the way, I didn't say you weren't hot. Just for the record, well, yeah, you I kind of flip flop there. I w- no, the record I, will show. I'm not I sure. I want to be very clear that I that's think your he's own a, countryman. No, no, no. Hold on. Who cares? Who cares? I think I think that he definitely fit, falls I think in a, in a lane at that time. Sorry, say that again. I think to your point, yeah. he definitely falls into a specific lane that existed back at that time, yeah, him which is definitely Brandis. very popular. This is a this is kind of a yes or no question, so I'm going to need you to just get to the so point. If he's hot, yeah, or not? do you think he's hot or not? Are we doing okay? I mean, in I, the movie, in the movie, I think. Oh well, let me just no. say this. I want to no. I want to be very clear. I think that it's very hard when you're steeped in that much 90s stuff. Which he is. To like the seem, headphones. And the way he's dressed. <laughs> to seem hot. 
Like, he seems like a dirty slacker. But that was hot in 99. I know that was hot in 99. I I agree. I think in 99, he was probably hot is the point I'm trying to make. But if someone tried to rock that today. Uh But that's not the question. I know. I know. I think back in the time, I think that was definitely. But I I really, I I prefer to look at it. I prefer to look at it that way because I want this, because I I don't want to like, not like the movie because of that. And it does make sense to me. Yeah. That a guy like, especially, you know, a I, I, you know, suburban kid, yeah. guys who were like that and looked like that, smoked pot all day and kind of didn't give a shit, got kicked out of school, would get a really hot girl and they always did. Yeah. So I, even though he like- Maybe he, that's why yeah. I kind of hated Anton a little yes. bit. Yes. Anton is Devin Sawa's Anton character. Anton is Devin Sawa's character in the movie. I, I, I had, and we we're, when we go through the plot of this movie, I have, I just have issues with- the characterizations for the most part. I don't, I mean, the Molly character, I take serious umbrage with Jessica Alba's character. Of she, I mean, it's, it's kind of insane. The lack of respect they had for that character. <laughs> um, it's so of the moment. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but I don't mean that in a bad way. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not, that's not a comment of you, right. but on you. They did that in every one of these movies. Right? For sure. For every, sure. Like not great. One of these movies. Um, let's, I'm a, here's a synopsis of this movie. Cause we're 26 minutes into this podcast. We'll probably tell people what the hell it's about. Uh, when slacker teen Anton Tobias played by Devin Sawa, future guest, uh, has his, <laughs> has his right hand possessed by a demonic force. He finds that his life gets a lot more interesting when Anton himself is a amiable guy. His hand proves to be an appendage of death, killing his two best friends. Penub, Penub. I didn't even know it was Penub. So I'm looking at, I don't right think now. they ever Okay, it. And then Mick, uh, played by Seth. This is also a bad Mick, name for Seth Mick. Green. Like, yeah, you're not a Mick. Uh, you're a Seth. Who return to life as wisecracking zombies? In addition to murdering those closest to him, Anton's evil hand significantly hinders his chances with lovely neighbor Molly, played by Jessica Alba, a 17 year old Jessica Alba. Wow, 17 in the movie. 17. Oh no. <laughs> If, if, 17 when it came out his face right now she was i mean 16 when it was shot that's probably yeah yeah um and so they, and they gave her the rachel they did she very much had the rachel hair the rachel. uh <laughs> she very much had the, the rachel uh so this movie kind of has become a little bit of a cult classic though i i have a lot of friends who love this movie still to this day and i think part of that and this sort of Touch into a bigger question that I wanted to kind of pose to you guys, which is this movie sort of illustrates best this sort of paranoid stoner trip 90s Gen X culture. You know what I mean? Like this, the clothing, the pop culture references, the music are all iconic of that decade. I really have this steeped in nostalgia. I mean, for, for Christ's sake, the offspring sings at the dance at the end. Yeah. Um, and sings a Ramones cover on top of everything else. Uh, <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but there, there is a little <laughs> bit of rose colored glasses with this movie, but I also understand why people still like this movie, despite the fact that it has its flaws. It's just so encapsulates and specific of that moment can 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 i ask a question like is it fair to say this movie is 100 percent objectively bad and we still like it yeah i mean i think there is something to that because i'm watching the movie and i'm thinking to myself some of this isn't working but some of it really is working and i think part of that's how i feel Part of it is, first of all, I st- I think Seth Green is great. He's the best in the movie. He's, I thought he's that great. too. I, I don't he's know if he's general. great. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that, but <laughs> okay. he's he's good in this movie. He's he's and he's also sort of finding his niche around this time. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's you on can Buffy. See it happen. This you is, can see it happen in front of you. In I make the point that this that 1999, like almost nobody else, had a better year than Seth Green. 
But he had a big year. He had a big year. He, he was, was on Family Guy before this, just shortly before this. He was on so Buffy he's, before this. He's on Buffy he, before this. He was coming off of Can't Hardly Wait and Enemy of the State, which were both really great movies. Yes. Oh, the, and he, he was famous. He was one of the guys in the- uh, He did Dun Austin Powers, which is arguably yes, his biggest yes. role. Also, I mean, Can't Hardly Wait's a legit our biggest, great movie. Arguably well, our biggest podcast. Well, I think that also kind of falls into this category, a bad movie that I think is great. But I think- I don't think that's a bad movie. There's there's a lot of bad parts of that movie. There's a lot of bad performances in that there, movie. There, it's- Yes, sure. Yes. But I also think that that movie has, like, people pop in that movie. Like, that movie works. It has funny characters. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's just stuff that jumps off the screen in mm-hmm. that movie, and Seth Green is one of them. Because that kid that he plays in in that movie, and also the kid in this movie, of that sort of wisecracking- I, I hate his performance. I think I hate his performance in that movie. He's the- He's the, he's the kid, the white the kid who's trying to kid. play black. I hate his performance in that movie. Well, but he's supposed to be a hateable he's character. He's supposed to be so, a hateable character. Uh, yeah, but until the end, and he sleeps with- with he's very cringeworthy. Lauren Ambrose. I mean, yeah. the, uh, who's the Michael Embry? Ethan, yeah. Ethan, Ethan Embry. Embry. Every is time he's on screen, I want to you know rip my skin off. So it can't be a good <laughs> movie. You know what I mean? He's not, I think he's he's but he's also playing like a, a archetype. He's so awkward. No, none of that was done on purpose. It's terrible. <laughs> the chick in the phone booth, she's the worst. You know? Oh my god! Like you should yeah, have been playing that. the angel. He's playing. I feel angel. like she might be Canadian. I. She's not. Okay. Yeah, she's a Scientologist. I, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, she has no country. It's kind of great in that fantastic. movie. I, I, I think well, that there's a lot Can't of Hardly in that movie. Wait is more the answer to the question you posed of an objectively bad movie that I love. Say that again. What, what Can't Hardly Wait is more of an more of the than objectively movie, sure. bad movie I that I that. love. Whereas I think this, like weirdly, I think this is of some really good shit. Like I think the opening is really good. Of this? Yes. Okay. I love the beginning of this movie. I thought it was- It like, opens well. Really stylized. I think- Truly, I said this, I said bumpy, this before we started. I think Devin Sawa's performance is fantastic. I think it's really hard to do what he was doing. He commits to it, yeah, which I completely, I, don't, I agree. Yeah, and I don't think if there's you a lot don't, of precedent this movie doesn't for work that at all. For, especially for a guy who looks like him, who's not a great actor, playing against his own body. Yeah, that's hard. Um, he also just didn't have a lot of experience at that point right. either. Like, I think that that's part of he. I mean, he he goes for it, and he kind of has to. This, mo- yes, this movie forces to. everyone to go for it, and a lot of people don't. So it's one of those things where, like, Seth Green got the joke, and he committed to. It. He's like, "Oh, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, like yeah. I can do this." Peanut or whatever the fuck his name is did not work for me because uh, he's just, a bad actor. I mean, he's yeah. a bad actor reading a bad script. Like, yeah, Seth Green work. did it the best work. with what he had. But like Eldon yes. Henson, if you want to do this podcast, <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> oh, you could get if Eldon Henson. I don't oh, know. No. That dude's in Maybe. Daredevil. He's, he's in Daredevil. Like, he's in Is that a show on CW? That's a Netflix. He's like the second lead in that. Yeah, he's kind of a. He plays characters with terrible names, though. He's What's got Peanub, and then and then in uh, in in he's Foggy Bottom. Oh, in, no, in it's Foggy Daredevil. something. Else. Foggy something. Yeah, it's all Foggy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, they're kind of and and also Jessica Alba is given nothing to do. This is this is one of her first roles, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think it was the first that I. It certainly was the first movie knew. I noticed her in. Yeah, and she's just drowning because she doesn't know how. To play it that, like to play something that broad, she's super 
poorly cast except for the fact that she She's really is so stunning. gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like that's really it all totally that she, overcomes yeah. any of the issues. But it <laughs> <laughs> For a movie like this, like I'm not I looking guess. for like why the female lead doesn't have depth. I'm like you're right. so hot and when but you're she's nice, barely even clothed in this movie, which she was, makes it even better. Uh, and when you're for 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 the for, audience for that they're a, going a for, boy, for, absolutely. for me sure, at 17, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. all I cared about. Absolutely. She was in Never Been Kissed this year too. So she was. Which which she's good in. Yeah, she's like she's she plays a mean girl, right? She plays a mean girl. She's actually like she's really the, one, good she is that. one of the most poorly utilized actresses <laughs> I I've ever in, in the history of Hollywood. What do you mean? Like she doesn't live up to her acting? She's potential? so much. She's so much better than the role yeah. than the role she's being given. Like she's she, not in a lot of movies. No, not anymore. And she's always playing the hot chick, and yeah. it's usually in like because she's so gorgeous. But she's actually funny and yeah, it's she good is. comic timing. Um, and that's more, why this movie is kind of misuses her yeah, because they could they could have done you more sense with her. that she's yeah. like there's a joke here that I can land but you just don't want me to it's just it, it's it's unfortunate and then her introduction as well is absurd where she's supposed to be like this edgy girl wearing the dorkiest <laughs> fucking helmet on the dorkiest <laughs> bike you've ever seen I'm just like what and then she that's uh, crazy uh, it's crazy but I, I think the nostalgia thing is is something I want to sort of talk about kind of broadly which is that idea of because we're really kind of in it right now where the 90s are very much sort of percolating. They're a big thing right now. That's everybody. why this is such a big podcast. <laughs> That's why, why everyone's listening to Devin Sawa. Oh, I think, I mean, I'm not going to throw any predictions out there. You're going to get I hope so. It's 50-50 right now I, in my mind. It's, if, we, if we keep talking about it, he's probably going to be like, <laughs> I'm not going to give these motherfuckers what they want. But, we'll uh, just pair but, this part down a little bit if it's too much for Devin. Yeah, could, let's get him. But I, I, I just wonder whether or not. Have you seen another 99 movie? I'd rather no, do this is only 99 uh, movie. Um, we'll just do little giants. He was doing but a lot I, of theater work too. I do think that <laughs> <laughs> I think that this movie is kind of a perfect distillation of that, though. This idea of seeing this movie through nostalgic, it makes you think this movie is better than it is. To your to your point earlier, but I also wonder whether or not a lot of these movies are that way. Because I do find myself sort of going through the list, and I go through. We go through it weekly trying to figure out like what the next one is and why should we do it and who should we get to do it. And it does feel like the ones that are popping or the ones that have more listeners tend to be the ones that have the nostalgia factor kind of cranked up a little bit. Do you think this one's going to be well listened to? I I don't know the answer to that. I don't either. I I don't know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because of Timmy Roseman and also maybe because he might have his wife tweet about it. (laughs) But Uh, yeah, maybe she has more Instagram followers. So we'll go with Instagram. But I, you know what I mean? Like, I do wonder whether or not. I think that's, that's a really good point. I think there's a lot more for, for uh, people to grab onto. Yeah. Even if they don't like the movie or the plot, they can say, right. oh, Offspring is in it. Right. Or they play yeah. Sublime. I remember where I was when that album came out. And it's a lot easier to get past. This movie is completely yeah. trash. Right. Or, I mean, even just like looking at um, the, the T-shirt that uh, Seth Green is wearing in that first scene, the porn star T-shirt, which I remember kids wearing back yeah. then. Just like, my God. Like, it really, it, 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 it is very much a time capsule. Movie. I give them credit for that. Like a lot of movies don't nail the yes. moment they're in. I agree. As well as this movie. Do you know it. what I think is the only other movie we've covered so far that does it as well as this is go. Uh, this does it better. In my opinion. Go is very, very, very of like, the time. Yeah. 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 And it is very <laughs> 1999. It on very heavily too. But and on, on, on the whole ecstasy rave uh-huh. scene. Yeah. yeah. Which this movie is tapping that, into a completely different. That was a dominant culture. That was a subculture. Whereas this sure, was sure, sure. everybody we, at least sure. I knew. Yes. Maybe not you because you were from the city, but like, like in the suburbs, this yeah. is what everybody dressed like and looked I, like. Yeah. No, that. this was very mainstream. Vans, offspring, very, yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, I know that's I totally hear you on that. I think that's all true. Um, another question: Crunch Nuggets. Um, was that a that. real f- Crunch Nuggets? They, they they're talking about like this fictional snack throughout the movie. Uh, you want to eat that? No, did it exist no. somewhere else? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they sound hungry. awesome. But, I don't know what there. I would eat that. But it know. sounded like maybe they had been in Ren and Stimpy or like something that might else. Be, I, that might I be thought, a thing. I thought you guys would have known. I don't know. Maybe you should have done Kenny, research. Just, yeah, I'm going to do, do a, do a quick that. crunch nugget But search? let's keep talking. Uh, what I do, <laughs> I do feel like this movie is is what it's like being trapped inside a 90s alt-rock music video, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it definitely... Totally. I just like, oh my... There I feel like I'm music fucking trapped in this. In the, in the film. There are so many music Rob videos. Zombie's in it, like, and, and Dragula is in this movie. It's like, very... Basically, the um, entire song is played. Yeah, it's just it's like watching very, a kid watch TRL. That's the whole <laughs> Sort of. It's Beavis Hi. and Butthead. It's yeah. a live-action Beavis and Butthead in a lot a of ways. A little bit. I definitely got that vibe. I don't mean to, to no, say it's... Up to that standard, right. up to that unbelievably high standard to be his I mean, but he, it's the same he turns idea. his inhaler into a bong. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty dope. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was a bowl, but either way. All right. <laughs> Nerd I, don't, I don't smoke dope, so I don't know. But I, mean, I don't smoke dope. <laughs> but my point is that it, I mean, doesn't he try to smoke oregano at one point? Ore- oregano and uh, nutmeg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the last, that was always the, the kind of the last bastion of the very sad, pathetic person. <laughs> You'd start smoking things that weren't. I rolled up leaves in a in, oh, wow. in some notebook paper. You know what I did at camp? Bad. Yeah, I used to smoke pretzel rods. <laughs> I had some pretzel rods right before I came here. Pumpernickel pretzel rods. That actually so, sounds pretty yeah. good. So right the now. smoking of the pretzel rod I'm also stoked, is so. not good. <laughs> He's the, in character. Yeah, I, I, I was method for the this. The eating of the smoked pretzel rod Ooh. is fun. That is, someone it, dared you to do that? It's, no, it's just burnt pretzel rod. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah totally normal. Um, <laughs> did you find out what crunch nuggets are? Uh, no. Well, okay. while I mean, you're looking. The Urban Dictionary doesn't even really Well, here's, really you, can I just say that one of the things that I love about this movie is that the hand is played by the hand, the actor that plays the hand in the Addams Family movies. Oh, that's oh. true. Which I think is Thank fantastic. God he got another job. Oh. He got, he's like, that's great. we got to get the guy who does the hand. It's like the, the Andy Serkis of hand thing. acting. He plays Thing in the Addams Family movies. That's really funny. Which I think is amazing. Uh, which so, makes perfect sense. That's who I would go to. Yeah. There's uh, no yeah. other option. There's no other option. If you don't get him, like. You don't have a movie. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's uh, like being John Malkovich without John Malkovich. <laughs> well, it was being John, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, but it would have been terrible. It, I don't Can't think we'll talk about that one. Let's do it. Uh, 1999. That's a 1999 mm-hmm. movie. That was supposed to be uh, so earlier, we talked a little bit about the, the sort of the tone of this movie or the attempts at the tone of this film, which I think is sort of like a Sam Raimi, Tim Burton, Peter Jackson kind of vibe that they're going for. Of that mixture yeah, be, of horror and maybe comedy. Maybe not Burton so much, but I also got a real Joe There's Dante vibe. There's a Beetlejuicey vibe. vibe to this. A little. I got a Joe Dante vibe too. Like I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like if Joe Dante made this movie, it oh, would have been my God, fantastic. It been so what better. movies does that guy make? Gremlins. Gremlins small uh, Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's made, he's, you know, he was a big guy in the 80s. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely an Evil Dead vibe going on. Totally. I mean, just the hand alone. I mean, which is, he literally saws off his own hand in evil dead. Uh-huh. So there's definitely an allusion to that. And the Peter Jack, the early Peter Jackson stuff, you know, the dead alive's and the, what have you's like, there's yeah. definitely that vibe, but there's very few people that can navigate that kind of tone. And it's tough. I mean, Rodman Flender, the director of this movie, um, <laughs> nice name, which is definitely not his real name. So, so this could I don't have know. been Peter Jackson going out <laughs> smithy on this a, movie. I think it was his real name. You think? Yeah. Uh, I don't think you can come so up. I looked him up. He works a ton. Who? Rodman Flender. Rodman Flender. A ton of TV. TV. Ton of yeah. TV and good TV. Yeah. And I, that's not to say that I don't think that Rodman Flender is a good director. I think that I think his the TV episodes that he's done are 
legit. I, I think, think he that did okay here. He's like, a protege of of um of Roger Corman. So Roger Corman was like everybody. Sure, but he I think you can see a very strong line in this film to Roger Corman. Roger Corman's, I don't know if you're yeah, familiar with Yeah, tell me who that is. Uh, he was just a very low-budget independent horror producer, director mm-hmm. back in the 70s, 60s, 60s 70s, 70s, 80s. Even a lot to, of even people cut like, their teeth on his films. Scorsese, Scorsese famously. Ron Howard. Uh, uh, Roger Ebert. Sure. Lots of people. Um, Roger Corman was a guy who gave people shots. Yeah, Ron Howard. Yeah, he's, so Robin Flender was sort of a protege of his and did a bunch of TV before this movie. He did uh, episodes of Millennium, Party of Five, Dawson's Creek. Then he does this movie and then doesn't make another movie and then just goes back to doing TV uh, and did uh, The Office, Suburgatory. He did episodes of the MTV Scream that they did recently. Like he's been very successful and more power to him. Congrats, Rodman. I, th- I think the success or lack thereof. We'd love to have you on, Rodman. <laughs> yeah, right. We're going to have a we're going to have a ideal hands reunion on this podcast and it's going to be Is so Jessica cool. going to come in that one i think i have a chance to get. i played golf with her husband one time there you go really so she's basically Guys, if we can make that i happen. wrote i wrote I, I was told at one point because you know her i don't want to get too into it but like her, her husband's from la and I cash know, warren like, her husband's cash warren and he and he I think i made that clear and he's from la and i know like as do you hundreds of people in common with him right? a sock company i believe uh you just plug his sock company his sock company he has a sock company cash socks um, um and my, yeah. no, and and my friend who is friends with cash yeah. was at dinner with them one night and she said she really wanted to do like a web a, like a, a web short a uh-huh. web spoof so i wrote her one and it was incredible and it was one of my favorite <laughs> things i've ever written and it went to her and then we never heard the answer but i know that i have a direct line to her so if we can deliver sawa and alba and henson and flender I think we can get. Can I come back if that happens? Of course. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. I think we get Alba. I think we get Seth Green. I mean, he was on Entourage six times. Like, all right. Think, it's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. One, I'm, 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 I'm excited about here. this reunion, guys. It's going to be. We'll great. have to do it at. Uh, we'll have to do it at the Coronet. Um, yeah, is that your nicer studio? Did I get the crap <laughs> nicer on? than this? Nah, who could imagine? <laughs> it's a, it's a stage. Have you it's, described what it looks like in here to your viewers? We actually, haven't. actually, no, we haven't. You should. It's, it's a little weird, guys. It's a conference room. It's that an is eclectic conference room covered in framed prints of random things. Which yeah. I, which, which honestly, I love. It is like, very nice. It is. It is, very is nice. an aesthetic I appreciate. It's, it's weird, but listen, I'm into it. It's actually uh, and it's our, actually pretty roomy. A lot of people who've been on other podcasts have told us it's. Roomy. It's actually quite nice. Uh, so, what I was getting at with Rodman Flender is who's that again? The director of this oh. film uh, <laughs> is that this movie does have a visual flair to it. I mean, I do think to your point, the opening shows that this guy wants to have fun with this and he wants to take some swings and and. Go, if you're either in or you're out. If you're if you're out after the first ten minutes, then it doesn't really matter. But I think that he does a good job. Um, what were some of the direct choices? I just, that I you just enjoyed? felt like a lot of wide angle lenses, a lot of sort of like you know crash zooms and cameras moving around, and just a very sort of cartoonish kind of. There was one transition where he like was close on a wheel, and then it transitioned to another wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like good job. Yeah, yeah it's a little a little one to one on that, but. Uh, but it definitely had like a style. The movie that's did, what, that's yeah, what I mean. yeah. And and he and I guess he he should get credit for. In that. lesser hands, this movie. I'm sorry. I got oh. it. No, I got it. <laughs> it was a good joke. It was a good joke. <laughs> I felt bad the second yeah. it came out. Uh, <laughs> in lesser. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> um, you know, in a in a it, with a poorer director, I think this movie would have been abysmal. I agree with that. <clears throat> and I think that you know it's decent because. 
he knows what he wants. Now, whether or not he's able to get it out of all the actors is, you know, we can debate that. But let's talk about the plot of this movie. Okay, I want to make one yeah, point please. about the plot of this movie. Yeah. I think there I think the critical error in this movie yeah. was trying to mythologize this fucking hand and including the Vivek A. Fox thing and saying, well, you know, uh, it went from well, it, I don't even think they do mythologize this well, hand. Well, they they say she comes from a long line of people tra- tra- tracing it. I think uh, it should have just been which it kind of almost was, my hand is possessed and I don't know why and then just move forward with it. Because that's I mean, that's why that's what I thought I was getting, and then we got I, fifteen to twenty minutes of Vivica Fox. I mean, they do not explain the fucking rule of this hand no. until seventeen minutes from the end of the movie. It I, felt like they were writing the movie as I they never were would going. have explained it. That's what I'm trying to get. Well, at. but that, and then well, that, or explain it me. earlier. I mean, one or the other, yeah. and it's the fact that they have one foot in, one foot out. Mm. I mean, the Vivica Fox stuff. It makes no sense no, it's, because she's it's not waste everyone's time. It's a because like when she's introduced, when she's dressed as the nun and goes to the goes to the prison to talk to the guy and looks at his shriveled hand and she's like, "Oh, it's gone" or whatever. <sighs> yeah, that's the moment you explain what the fuck is going right, on, right? Yeah, and then you're like, "Okay, I'm on for the ride," and I get it and whatever. And we're ahead of it a little bit as an audience, but at least we understand what the fuck is happening because it's just it's so bizarre. And random, and he's killing people. Stakes are high, and you've no mm-hmm. fucking clue what's happening or why. Also, they didn't explain why she had red hair. That made that no sense. No, sense no that was a beautiful just... woman, and this <laughs> red hair. She's. I mean, they don't they don't service Vivica A. Fox in any way in this. She's sort of kind of a slayer, is the impression that I get. Like yeah. it's got a Buffy vibe to it, but they needed to lean into that because it doesn't make any sense without. It's it. super weird. It's not fun, and I don't like her inclusion in the movie at all. I actually don't think the mythology is the issue for me. No, no. Because the amount of mythology that exists right now is fine. They just don't actually explain what the fuck is happening. I just wouldn't have done anything. I just think like it's (laughs) – I just would have come at it because part of this is is that Devin Sawa was a big stoner, right? Right. So he can't remember shit anyway. I would have just done that thing where you wake up. You don't know where you are. You don't know what's going on. Holy shit, your hand's killing people. But lean into that. Because he does – all right, let's get in the movie. Okay. So basically the movie opens. We've got Fred Willard. Which, again, like, why is Fred Willard? And Unfortunately, he's great. I love Fred yeah. Willard. But he has, like, three lines, and then they kill him. It doesn't make any sense. Was, but was he anything he at was that the dad. point? No, I mean, like, in his career. 99, well. It's just post-Guffman. Yeah, definitely okay. the Christopher yeah. Guest stuff. Is he didn't have to out. take this role, but he did. Yeah. I mean, and he didn't maybe, have anything maybe, to do that day. He was no, probably on set for Fred a, Willard an hour and a half. straight up probably. worked 365 days a year. The guy's not saying no to anything. His filmography is, uh, <laughs> is 1,800 films. Right. Like, the guy doesn't stop. He's great. I love Fred Willard. Doesn't get to do anything in this movie. But basically, we see an older couple. It's true. Uh, the mom, it turns out this is Devin Sawa's parents. The mom looks up at the ceiling and says, I'm under the bed. It says, mm-hmm. I'm under the bed, written on the ceiling. Right. right. In, in blacklight, because, of course, it's the 90s. And yeah. It's blacklight. Yeah. Because, sure. Uh, Which also means that the hand installed the blacklight somewhere. Yep. But, uh, you know. Just off Maybe camera. he had fluorescent... <laughs> blood in which he wrote oh, that's it interesting on the yeah like in seven remember when he writes sloth in the thumbprints and yeah the... but in blood yeah, it was in if blood. you read the fan yeah. fiction mythology it's all explained oh, okay so <laughs> actually, i don't think it was in blood actually because don't you remember they had to see it he put his finger oh that's different and then that's he had different. to like spray yes, you're right, it. You're right. it doesn't matter uh it does matter <laughs> seven's a better movie uh <laughs> so six and one and we one. got this we got this couple and she's badgering her husband about blowing out the candles and the pumpkins. It's Halloween, because mm-hmm. obviously. 
There's a and, mistake in the movie. Oh, what's that? They talk about being at school for six months or missing six months of school. Yet right, they're going October. to a hot man. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's sorry, Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually the writers of this film, I think, are a married couple, or at least that's what I gleaned online. Uh, they've done a bunch of TV as well. They've done like Eureka and The Hundred and a bunch they, of stuff. They stay together through the failure of oh, this the movie. Oh, the Todds? I've seen the Todds. No, no, not the Todds. Those are the producers. Those aren't the writers. Oh, these two Terry Hughes's? Yeah, Terry Hughes and and somebody else. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so long story short, Fred Willard goes downstairs, mm-hmm. disappears. Mom goes downstairs, steps in a minuscule amount of blood of fake blood <laughs> yeah that made me go like wait what <laughs> <laughs> okay and then uh dis- we don't even actually she doesn't discover his body we we see her she's scared of something mm-hmm. we don't see what the blood the blood Plot. scares her yeah she looks and we see that Devin Sawa, we don't know this at the point at this point, but I guess he's living in the attic. So unrealistic. You got to climb those you crazy climb those retracting crazy stairs, stairs yeah, every night. She keeps no. looking at them, unless though. she unless he just hates his parents. If he hates his parents and would do anything to not be near them, I buy it. Well, which maybe he, he can he can smoke weed up there, which I, which I would do. Yes. If I could. And I also kind of buy that he hates his parents because they Cause die he and he doesn't like shit. Yes. That's a weird decision also. The whole dealing with, with murder All of that. is treated and very how come, strangely. I mean, that's we, one we can talk about why the parents thing I think actually does resonate a little bit because okay. there was this idea. I think, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but there was this idea when we were growing up that like Nickelodeon were kids rule. And Nickelodeon, like, we hate our parents, right? And every show on Nickelodeon was a, didn't have parents in it. was about how kids rule. Parents and just don't get us. Parents don't get us. Parents, well, like, parents, are, the, parents are the problem, right? <laughs> and, then I, and then I met at Nickelodeon, like, in the late 2010s. Because I've been in this for so long. <laughs> and the first thing they said, no, the late 2000s, so like 2008, 2009. And the first thing they said to me, they're like, Nickelodeon's different than it used to be. Because kids are different. They used to hate the parents, and now we now they love their parents. Mm, parents are part that's of true. the show. Millennials that's like their parents. That's yeah, so so because yeah, they're paying their fucking way. That's right. And <laughs> so in the nineties, <laughs> in the nineties, there was this like kind of om- there was this kind of omnipresent thing that kids hated their their parents. And well, yeah, because that was like a, yeah. this wasn't so weird back then. The idea that like his parents would die it was it was it was an exaggeration of but what I think is a real. My I, issue, real with I don't disagree with you, and we'll talk about as we get to this. We'll talk a little bit more about the fact that I don't quite understand why Anton hates his parents as much as he does, or, or let me rephrase: doesn't give a shit about his parents, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's more about to quote blank check the sweatiness of how he doesn't hear his parents being murdered, how he doesn't find their bodies. Well, he doesn't hear them for a pretty good reason. Because he's got his headphones on or he's high? He murdered them. Oh, well, y- yes, yes. But I mean in the sense that they're trying to get us believe, getting us to believe that there's someone upstairs, sort of. Like they're clocking this whole thing, which is just weird. You're right. The logistics it, of it don't make any sense We're also to supposed to basically believe that Devin Sawa didn't remember murdering, murdering the his own first parents. like yeah. six people he murdered. And then all of a sudden he's like. And then later he's like, I haven't seen mur- my parents in two days. It's weird. And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's weird. All right, this movie sucks. It doesn't suck. It just, you, this is, here's the thing about movies like this, and we're going to cover more of them, which is that they're coasting on a vibe, right? And they're just trying to have fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not that it's a bad movie. It's just that it's coasting on a vibe. 
and it's trying to have fun and it doesn't want you to think about it. Because if you think about it for five seconds, it falls apart. And admittedly, that's our job, which is to think about these movies. So the plot of this film is kind of preposterous and the characters are problematic to some extent as well. But I think that the the fun of this movie is to check your brain at the door. Like we did a previous podcast on Double Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. There are people that love Double Jeopardy because I think there are people that just wanted a sort of kind of sleazy crime thing, thriller, and they kind of checked their brain at the door. I had a problem with the movie because logistically it didn't make any sense to me and the tone that it was existing in or the the genre it was existing in was different than this the genre that this is trying to play in is just is silly and goofy and like that's just what it is so i i'm trying not to be too hard on it because i don't think that it's really trying to do anything particularly thought-provoking okay let's 100 percent. If, if you're like yeah. not watching this movie to have a good time you're right you're in the wrong and most likely theater. they want you high watching this movie as well i don't know if that would have helped i wasn't high. <laughs> um <laughs> I thought that blood splat when they killed the mom was was fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. That's a that's what about a the good cu- blood splat? The blood splat of the couple that's making out in the car. Great scene. Great scene. <laughs> Kelly Monica. I don't know who that is. Oh, you do now. You know, her, you know. Her I know her boobs now, but I don't know who she, <laughs> she is. was in. She did a lot of daytime TV, but was famous for having a great body. Okay. Well, also yeah, weirdly successful. famous for winning the first dance dancing with, with stars. Dancing with the stars. Of all, like of all things, like they oh, were, okay. Were, before, like anybody took that show seriously not that they take it seriously sure. but it was nobody's like literal nobody's and she yeah. won the first season okay she cool. was on a lot of daytime tv she's a huge star she's a, a big somebody she's she beat Ian Ziering, i believe in the final so so there you go i'm just gonna check my nobody at the door they're the definitely the <laughs> trilogy but. do we get an Ian Ziering movie this year no i don't think we do yeah, too bad um okay so cut to the next morning uh after the mom is killed under the bed uh and devin sawa wakes up He's got headphones on, and then he puts another pair of headphones on. That didn't work. Didn't for me really either. get that gag. Yeah. Didn't really understand the headphones. What it was. The original one stopped, but he had to be listening to music when he woke up, so he just found some other ones. Well, no, it didn't stop. He had headphones on. Here's what I think the joke is, and forgive me, I don't know. It's plugged into his stereo system, right? And he's listening to a song. And then he takes those headphones off. He puts another pair of headphones on and presses play on his Walkman. Oh, so he can see And it starts at the same fucking yeah, moment yeah. of the song, which good, doesn't make any good sense. Good planning on his part. Yeah, he just, he just gets it. <laughs> There's also a CD That's a real stoner move. to his pillow. There is? Oh, for no reason. <laughs> I like it. It's, it's a little you know, Easter egg. Rodman, There's a lot Rodman of Flender set deck going on in that, have be- just in that bedroom. may have just hated our generation. He's like, these morons with their headphones and their well, CDs. I think, yeah. I think everybody hates Anton in this movie. I'm, I don't mean the people Except within the buddies, movie. But yeah. I think the people that made this movie are like, fuck this kid. Mm, I agree. This kid sucks. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely part of the whole like. But they were know. like, he's hot. <laughs> yes. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, there's definitely just definitely like, like parents hot. just being like, this fucking burnout kid. And, yeah, what know, like I mean, I don't know if we're jumping ahead, but like, was there any moral to this movie? Like, he uh, he, he definitely in the end moral doesn't want to smoke the weed because he's not going to be. Oh, there's that that that's burnout, the, the thinnest of that's arcs. Bad, that is, yeah, it's like I probably moral. shouldn't smoke as much weed is basically the only thing he learns in this movie. And the weird thing is like, what, but he, he think also what like gets the hand super hot. Right, yeah. it saves the day. So Which it's like. Sense. Yeah. I think what we've learned over the last like 19 years is like that's the least of everybody's problems. You know, this like the moral at the end of any movie would never be like, I shouldn't smoke weed. It'd be like, weed's not the issue. It's not the problem. Like, weed's not, you're the problem. You're the problem. Yeah. You are unmotivated. And he gets the hand high. So he kills or his parents are dead. He wakes up and 
There's the headphones gag. There's just basically him just basically smoking up a bunch. Uh Then he goes to see his buddies. He runs out of pot. He runs out of pot. And he goes to see his buddies. That is the inciting incident of this movie. (laughs) He runs out of pot and weed is not legal. This is 1999. He does not have a dealer who travels. The only way he seems to get pot is through his friends. Sure. Which is great. Can we talk about the first line that Pnub has? Yeah. Which... When it's it, got to be P-Nub, but okay. it uh, maybe the P so is angry. silent, guys. Oh, Nub. Yeah. Maybe it's just Nub. Nub's probably what it is. Yeah. Let's just call him Nub. It'll just be easier. Okay. Uh, his line. What's a word that where the P is silent before an N? Uh, pneumatic. Triangle. Nice work. <laughs> Go ahead. It's, it's definitely <laughs> silent, like, like pneumatic. Yeah. Uh, That's an N. Mnemonic. Uh, mm-hmm. Pneumonia. His first there it is. His first line is if your mom had teeth, she wouldn't suck Ooh. dick so well. What's mm. your point? And that's like a, a line that's sort of just supposed to be like, we caught the mid-conversation and these kids are just so edgy, and it made me so angry. That's, I, that's a bad line. Because I was like, first of all, no one says shit like that. Like it's so stilted and stupid. And it made me hate this fucking character right Agreed. from the jump. Agreed. But he had another line I really liked. Oh, is it? Where where I think Peanut or one of them said, don't you nope. watch the news? And he goes, I, I hate, hate that, that show. show. <laughs> I hate you that you didn't actually show. like that line. Oh, I thought it was hysterical. Oh, my God. I hate that fucking show. It's no, it's no, uh, the news no is, more Mr. Knife I Guy, also, No, I also like... <laughs> no I also, more Mr. Knife Guy. No, that, still that, number one with a bullet right now. I also like when he called up asking for the guy to bring it over. <laughs> and Seth Green goes, um, this ain't Domino's, you lazy bitch. <laughs> I thought that was a good line yeah, too, that, but that was yeah, that was a good line because Seth Green delivers good Seth, lines. Seth but Green not, also can deliver. Like he also has the line, line where he line? where he uses the iron to cauterize yeah. the wound. It says, "If you if you never watched ER, which yeah. also, that's a good line, which is also pretty yeah, funny." I like the line. Seth Green has some choice moments. I also my love favorite him with, mo- the, with the, the that's my favorite moment with the turkey knife. Yes, yeah. because it's understated yeah, and like yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It, it, yeah. it was. Good. And he's it's it's the disappointment in how short the cord right. is that makes it. And, funny. And he's yeah. not he's not talking about a mom sucking dick yeah. with no teeth. Yeah, like he's yeah, using yeah. A, a thing. Yeah. It's a gag unplugged. Yeah. Like it's it's totally that it's, was also the the button on the trailer. It was so that was what the movie thought it was that moment or and the I movie wanted you to think the trailer. I remember that in the trailer being like that's funny. It's objectively funny. Yeah. Um, but that's you what think that, going to... that Seth Green for people that don't know what that? we're talking about. Seth Green is in the kitchen he's, and Anton's trying to chop off his hand and he gets one of those turkey knives that you, you know, electric turkey knives. And he comes at him like he's Jason, I think, yeah. or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Well, and know, then the cord Texas Chainsaw. obviously is short yes. and it just and it pull, disconnects from and him. his disappointment is yeah, the gets what makes it's it great. Out. He's also like uh, like a zombie at that point. He is. Yeah, he's got a bottle, got a coming, bottle, bottle coming out of his head. How did we feel about this? The look. I like the look. I like the look on him. Yeah, I, the, the, the 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 decapitated head thing. I was the like, burrito that was coming fucking out, fucking gross. But, was, but so is that a good thing? I thought it was gross, but so a bad thing. I don't know. It was supposed I to be gross. It was. Gr- it was. <laughs> they, they thought it was, it was gross too. It made too. me kind of sick. It, it made me kind of sick too. So <laughs> I think good thing. <laughs> very better. Very Peter Jacksony. Very, very like Peter Jacksony. or like like uh, yes. meet, meet the We're talking about the meet guy the from, from Lord of the Rings. Before he made those movies, he had a really gross sense of humor and he made like dead alive and he made meet the fever very ramy really very dis- but like grosser like even it gross- was very hyper hyper meet sort of phonetic like a, about a like like word, like just a very- disgusting group of muppets it's mm. just like mm. it was weird mm. like muppets fucking muppets. and like muppets oh, killing no. each other it, it was is weird shit i was scarred by dark crystal i don't do muppets <laughs> it's this crazy is, yeah. that peter jackson turned into what he turned into turned into what he turned into congrats peter because like the 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 bridge I think is I don't know is, how anyone saw it. I don't know how anyone. How well, but anyone, Frighteners is the bridge. Oh, he he did do Frighteners. Which Frighteners, again, which is a is great like, movie. Yeah, but uh, but, uh, but 
But, but that's the bridge. It yeah. was when he found the, and I, the, the kind of the Tim Burton of it all, like yeah. found that the accessibility of doing of weird things. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so he fucking, so Anton goes over to his friend's house. He tries to get weed from them. Right. Yeah. And they, and but they say, dry. no, they don't have any. They're quote unquote dry. dry. That didn't make sense either. Why'd they lie to him? They had so much weed. Yeah, he had like a good sense. quarter pound of weed that he took out from <laughs> yeah, under the seat sense. cushion and he couldn't get Anton high. Honestly, probably so. We didn't care that much when they got killed. You know what? They deserved you it. You think yeah. so? No, I don't I think don't that think decision so. was made. Oh, Nobody no, had as much forethought as you just had it. At uh, any I, point no, I do. I think, I think that he, I think they wanted their cake and eat it. They wanted to have, have their, their cake, cake and eat it too with these characters. They wanted us to be okay with them dying, but wanted them to come back because they were funny, particularly Seth Green. Here's my question to you. Would this, mon- this money, would this movie be funnier if Seth Green was the lead? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Or better. No. You don't think it? I don't think okay. Seth Green's allowed to be the lead in movies. Like, it, allowed. It, it's not. It's like, it's like an LA. It wouldn't make a, sense. It just would like. Seth, I get Seth that he's Green, the friend. Because Anton is so hot. <laughs> Seth Green that character or Seth Green as Anton? He couldn't Seth be Anton. Anton. He couldn't be Anton. I don't think he could be Anton. Okay, would have I mean, had to recast Jessica Alba. I get that he's the fr- I guess I'm speaking 100%. more to. I'm speaking more to a. And this is probably more emblematic of 99. And I understand why Anton is the lead and why Devin Sawa is the lead. But like someone that was a little bit sort of more every guy. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. Devin Sawa just feels a little bit, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, I'm, maybe I'm trying to make this movie into something that it's not. Clearly I am. But anyway, Seth Green's great in this. Point yes. being, Seth Green's great. We all agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, Devin Sawa looks, or Anton looks out the window and sees Molly, Jessica Alba, riding her badass motorbike. Um because she's so edgy with a ridiculous helmet with a ridiculous helmet. Uh, and her lyric book falls out of her uh, motorbike. Yeah. The fact that he it, knows that, it that it's her lyric book. This is, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's and, a lyric book. Anton's a fucking creep. Okay. Yeah. Like he's a creep when it comes to Molly. He's a, he's just a creep. He's grabs when he, when they're hooking oh up God, and he grabs her ass. Crazy. I mean, yeah. I know it's the, I know it's the hand. It is the hand, but it doesn't matter. She's and the fact Sorry, that she's yeah, gay, it, it's, it, it's it a, matters it's a, a little bit. It matters a lot. It matters a lot. Not, not a lot her, to Molly's character. Not, no, no, her, like, not the Molly, not the Molly part. It's crazy. Island. Not the Molly what? part. It marries. It, it matters a lot for Devin Sawa's character because he doesn't. You, have you the can't. Balls. You can't knock this guy if his possessed hand is grabbing an ass. What's so weird was the way Molly was like. I never thought you he were had the balls had to the balls. do it. Yeah, it was. It was such a weird character turn. We're gonna get to that scene. But again, because we have to talk. Because I think that scene is to be. You're the secret hottest guy in the school. Like 
You're making sense of something that nobody else made sense of. Doesn't make a difference. This is what I took from the movie. I'm allowed to do that. That's the uh, whole no, no, thing. No, no. I'm, That's I'm, the point I'm, of this podcast. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that I, nobody I, on set was like, nope, he's just hot. Like nobody had. Mm. That's what I wonder about. Like when you know talented people go to make a movie, but nobody is like raising their hand, being like, "Why? Why are we doing this? Why is this character so into this character?" All well, right. Generally, so, we, we, we're gonna get to their scenes, but I want to talk about that point. I talk. Okay. I talk about this a lot with Phil, just in life, about the. <laughs> like and this is what the, the blank, cast. This is what the what's that? Like outside the cast. Outside the cast. And this yeah. is what the blank check podcast is essentially about. Mm-hmm. Um, Tim, the blank check podcast is about filmmakers who have built up a certain amount of capital in the industry and they make a movie whatever whatever they want and i think that's what you're talking about like for me it's departed departed makes absolutely no sense and no one had the guts that's what i'm saying to you (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm saying there's no chance robin had no oversight i think he had to explain himself at some point i think he explained himself by saying of course like if you saw these two walking down the street together you'd believe it because here's here's what i'm sure but i i also think that it's it's pretty clear that there's some stuff that didn't make the cut. There's some scenes that were right. cut, and my guess is that most of it is Molly oriented. Because that makes a lot of sense. I think there's a bunch of stuff that because they hook up so quickly, like there's so to your point, there's no build up. We're not really seeing these two people court each other in any real way. They're just in it. And my guess is that there was a scene where we saw a little bit more of this, and they just said, "Fuck it, let's just get to this faster." That's my guess. Maybe or maybe not. Like. I'm not saying it that is you're the weak, wrong. It's I the just, weakest part of the movie. I totally oh agree. God, it is. It's really weak. It's and of crazy. course, it matters like immensely for the end of it. Yeah. But, um, and it, it matters to the viewer because you're, you know, sitting there the whole time and like, this, like, why would, so, she's so hot. She would never go for this guy. Well, but like, also, you want her to uh, totally, do yours, you know? For sure. And there's also just this, we're privy to things that she's not about Anton. So like, we don't, she doesn't see him smell her lyric book. <laughs> Okay. Like we don't she doesn't write it like covered on her chest. Like it just it's smells crazy. like paper. It just smells like a notebook. It also why are her lyrics written like a ransom note? That's a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah, that's how much time would that take? That's ridiculous. I kinda liked it, but I think I think, anyway. the, I, think I, I think that's kind of speaking to what I was about to say about her character, which is like they wanted to make her a weirdo. They wanted to bring her down a step. They wanted to, to but they didn't do sell- it. No, they didn't do a great job of it. And then I, I acknowledge it's the worst part of the movie, but they wanted to make her yeah. not your typical high school cheerleader sure. chick. They wanted to make her more of an outcast. I agree. And that's that. what they were doing. But again, like you, they gave her the Rachel. They made her look like Jessica Alba. She's barely wearing clothes for she's, most of this movie. She is, she is empirically an attractive, unbelievably yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter if she's like the weirdest, worst chick in the school. Like she would have been the most popular girl because it's just the way life is. Oh, yeah. You don't think she was weird, like the weirdest, worst chick. You're just saying. I'm, saying, so I'm saying that, that even if to she were, she'd point, still be. To Kenny's point, there was, yes. there were, yes. I, I definitely got inklings of the fact that they wanted her to be the weirdo. Yeah. Her lyrics. But they didn't really do that. That's exactly what I'm getting at. You know what I mean? Like, and, and part of it, I to think, be fair, I think is someone, they, I think she walked in and someone went, you got to cast this chick. Put it on the poster. Well, that, like, that and also the fact that they pulled back on things. Do you know what I mean? Like, she dresses like an angel, for Christ's sake, for the Halloween party. Like, she's, this like girl's every not outcast, edgy. Like every outcast. Like right? every weirdo. Like, she doesn't do anything weird. I mean, I, I guess there was a deleted scene where she plays the bass. Yeah, yeah. He calls her a bassist. Right. That's you never paid off. Cool. That would have been fun. Anyway. Um, so, uh, there's also that first scene with, with Mick and Nub. Nice. Is crammed with exposition it's just bursting with exp- of, of just like 
you know, you got to ask that girl out and you got to bring her to the dance. And like, it was just, it was just over. It is what it is. <laughs> the one thing that I will say about this movie is they hit the ground running. They don't waste fucking time. No. Like they just want to get going. And to their credit, they do that. Um, you know, I don't know. Oh, so then there's the scene where he's walking down the street and it's really smoky for no reason. Remember that? When yeah. he sees the cops? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why there was all this smoke. No. Did that that no. wasn't explained, right? Yeah. And you can see the smoke machine. You can well, see it. Well, there's that too. Yeah, it's just, it's coming Sorry, in. Sorry, Rodman. I know I'm being harsh on <laughs> you, but I don't think it's you weird. did a good job. The cop stuff is terrible too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I understand what they were trying to go for, which was like, these, here's what's weird too. They make it seem like they were in school together. They were. Yeah, they were seniors when he was a freshman. Okay. So are we supposed to believe that that this is like the road that Anton should be going down, a road of sort of getting a job and having a career? And I, I don't know what they no, were even getting. I think at. it's more of what Kenny was saying that just like at the time, adults are bad is the okay. idea. And Authority like, and like yeah, yeah, and, okay. and cops are bad. And That's these fair. are the worst cops. Well, these guys fair. wanted to be. They're they're like the the ultimate sellers. Yeah, right. They're like they're we also, didn't have any power in high school, so now we're well, also cops. losers, yeah. right? And I, yeah, I think what I think what no people who weren't around in nineteen ninety nine may not understand is like how cool the open stoner was yeah. in the late nineties. It was just a, true. It was the coolest guy in school. Was the it open was. stoner? Yeah, but that so, was also wouldn't you say that's kind of an extension of the grunge thing that happened yeah. too? Uh-huh. Yeah, because you know I mean? like yeah, because yeah. we're now we're I mean. Cobain's been dead for a while. The alt, you know, the alternative, whatever that scene, that grunge scene is basically in kind of a death rattle by this point. Mm-hmm. And now it's just grunge I, kids or stoner kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, he, right? was, he was yes. mostly listening to metal. Like it was, and then there well, was that's like what I mean. Like the fact like, that Rob Zombie exists, Rob Zombie, yeah, is sort of this. You know what I mean? That we're, we're this. We've yeah. lost grunge is gone, we, we're and now lost. we're in like broad sort of weird. This, yes, we're even role. further away from like the jock being the cool guy in school. Right. In fact, it's 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 a, a version to that that right. is the new like archetype for the cool jocks. Guy. Were, right. Jocks were not the cool jocks guy were in not school. the cool guy. guy cheerleaders were not the right. cool no. girls. In fact, I think Nirvana putting the cheerleaders yeah. in whatever yeah the like weird, weird, yeah. was the end of that. Sure. And this is. Not that exact moment sure. in time, but the one that came directly yeah. after. Until it. I agree with that, I would make the argument that that was true um, until Bring It On brought back cheerleaders. Great point, which true. I think it did. Great yeah. point, which is next the next year after this, yeah. two thousand. I mean, I think there's also something to this sort of because this isn't punk. You know what I mean? There was this weird mutation. This, this of is the punk MTV. Going on. This is the MTVization of, that. of metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, but there is kind of this. There and is punk. a punk yes, vibe sure. to out to uh, outcast to uh, offspring and to like we'll talk about the soundtrack when we get to the uh later but do you know what i mean there's this weird confluence of things kind of going on that this movie is i think that's in the beginning that's why you said it had like a good kind of vibe to it because it wasn't one genre or the other it was accurate to the fact that someone like anton would like rob zombie sublime and offspring all at the same time we all listen to you know, the most popular bands in all three of these different genres. Yeah, so that yeah. felt real, yeah. despite the movie being a complete piece of shit. <laughs> um, I wrote at this point, Anton is stupid, creepy, unmotivated, and with any without any substance. I really hate this kid. I, I, I kind of really didn't like this kid. And it's not performance issue. It's a writing issue. And I say that because I feel as though, as we said earlier, no one respected Anton enough to give him something decent to do. He doesn't do anything decent in this movie. He's, a, he's think, not a decent person. No. Do you think the movie well, didn't like this kid? 
Yes, I, I know. I think that they they you were think trying the to writers like Dan Todd. I think well, I think the makers of the movie like this kid. I mean, look, I mean, I, I mean, it's it's proof positive because he's the protagonist of the movie, and you want him to, to succeed. Yeah, so and he hooks up with Jessica Alba. They loved him. I think he's they the loved hero. Him. He's the hero. So there's no. So my point on that, I'm is, not disputing that he's the hero. But you're just there's saying also he's, heroes he's that unlikable. people don't like. But there's he's not no, an anti. He's not an anti. He's not an anti hero. He's. I think he's a mess of of a bunch of things that aren't really. I think there could have been a really interesting commentary on, on that's kid guy. on this kid yes i agree but there like i think they that almost yeah. champion this idea like all right so so we left out the idea that the hand goes to the laziest person it can find right, right. and that's the joke people of that generation are really which we find out an hour lazy movie for yeah record. they're really lazy is the idea the but there yes. really isn't a, there really isn't a commentary on it i think for most of the movie i think the entirety of the movie they're basically trying to say, like, it's okay that he was lazy. Mm-hmm. He had a good time. Mm-hmm. He was kind of funny and he was kind of good looking and he got and he got girls. And you know what? Yeah. He's gonna get his shit together later. Uh-huh. Um anyway. Okay. But I but I, I think that but he there doesn't. might have been Well, no, I mean the movie lasts one day. But he doesn't learn anything. Yeah, oh, he does. Oh, oh. He says I, you know just smoke less weed. There you go. But like there's no New lessons man. learned here. What I all right, so let's keep going. I, they they try to shoot more. Do you disagree with what I'm saying? Can no, no, I, I, I agree with you. I just <laughs> yes. I just remember Jack Noseworthy. Jack Noseworthy was in this movie. He is. And I felt like he had something to do with Antoine turning his Anton? life around at the end. Or I, like, well, what he, was Jack Noseworthy doing? He, he was no, sort of. Sort of a cult. He, he knew about the occult. Sort of. No, he just listened to heavy metal, which he <laughs> describes as the same as Mozart, just louder. Uh, <laughs> but he does give yeah, he anton that. the sage advice which speaks yeah. to the moral of the movie which right, is you you need at, to yes. keep your hands busy because idle hands are the devil's playground he, which i believe is a misquote it is i there's, think well, there's play two things or there's two quotes i believe it's devil uh, idle hands are the devil's play thing is definitely one of them you know i always yeah, thought it's uh I, it is idle hands are the devil's play things or idle hands do the devil's work yeah I never. Which leads me to a question I had for you guys. Sorry, do you think that they came up with the title first, and then we're like, let's make a movie? Absolutely. Yeah, they're like idle hands, demonic hands. We got a movie. Yeah, get Vivica Fox in here. Make her have red hair. We're done. You guys had both seen this movie before. Obviously, you had. I had not. I had never seen this. Oh, you never seen never seen this dumbass movie. Never saw this stupid fucking movie. Um, But uh, and he has turned on idle hands. Guys, no, no, no. I, 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 you'll see my ranking. But, um, but. I always thought it was about masturbation. Mm, I always uh, thought I was assuming that it speaks was more some, to you. There's a lot of masturbation. I always thought it was a masturbation yeah. allegory or something like that. Like I always yeah. thought that there was like like a yeah. teenager right hand possessed. Yeah. I thought that that's what was going on. I thought I thought that's what, that's what this podcast would be about. No, it's not it's there. Not about, it's not about, uh, I mean, the teacher Didn't a teacher jerks me. off at one point. Didn't they just? Miss like completely miss a like a big part of being that age. There's three jerk off jokes. Yeah, no, no. I bet thought it would be like literally like a big All allegory a big, you know, about. Um, okay. At this point, I said that Anton's dog was my favorite character so far. Oh my god! When he hugged Do him, you guys think that's the same dog from Road Trip? It is the same dog from. Did Road you Trip. look it up? Yeah. Oh, great! I wondered. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so we have the, the hand from Adam Sandler, <laughs> and we got the dog from Road Trip. You guys uh, got to see this. Movie. Unfortunately, fucking Anton's name for the dog is Dookie, of course, which is just like Green Day. That always bothered me about that album. That it was called Dookie. Yes. Really? Nobody uses that word. I it's, hate the word Dookie. It's, it's, it's a great oh. album, though. It's, it's a great an amazing album. album. That's my point. 
It's a gross word yeah. for a gross thing that no one uses. Dookie. Big only, only only losers. Only, only like people that like I would never <laughs> want to be in the same room as would call that a dookie. Yeah. Like oh. people who pick their nose and eat it. People who pick their uh, nose and eat it. Like like someone Yeah, it's people who call like fart bumpsy. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We are officially in inside joke territory. Um, so a bit of bumps. Oh my god! All right. So uh, here's here's we? another question I have. When they discover that his hand is possessed, and then all of a sudden there's black light on his hand. Yeah, that's what happens in this movie. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Oh, that, it's so stupid. It's I, really it's weird. Really it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, wouldn't it be cool if, and it's like, yeah, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. But like, okay. Uh, so then the hand starts to take over. And now we have the scene where Anton kills Mick and Nub. Mm-hmm. He's discovered his parents, his, bo- his parents' bodies. He's realized what he has done because of this torn patch off of his t-shirt no yeah why is that proof positive that proof he's positive. the killer proof positive i know it's seth green that holds it up. another good line is, he goes yeah. he holds it up and he goes a clue <laughs> <laughs> i enjoyed that i enjoyed that too because again seth can take a joke that's just like and make it into something funny uh but okay so there's a torn part on his t-shirt they put it together proof positive red-handed it's him uh and then he gets into an argument with mick in the kitchen we don't actually see him stab his head with that bottle, which, by the way, that bottle, it's tough. That's tough to get a bottle into somebody's skull. But we'll yeah. Just, we'll just, we should have seen that. I couldn't I figure it out. We should have seen that, too. to be honest. Sometimes I, I used to think it came like through this way, but that doesn't mean I mean, he obviously stuck it in. He like broke it and then like did this. In, I'm assuming. I mean, the hand is possessed and super strong. Right. You just have well, to, so you just to give it. Devil's hand. Um, Devil's plaything. And then play he thing. and then he kills <laughs> Nub by throwing a. a it's like a circular, a saw, circular saw blade. blade. Exactly yeah. a circular saw blade. Uh, and then he, and what happens after he that? Buries he, them. He no, buries, he buries his his parents. Sorry. No, he buries his buddies too. Oh right, yeah. they come up from the ground. I, at this point, I said uh, <laughs> thirty three minutes in, and I have no idea why anything is happening. Like, there's just the plot of this, the story of this movie is is a mess. <sighs> right, but but it, if you're alone for the ride, you're alone. That, for the ride. Right. Yeah. It's the kind right, of movie so, where you're like. The, all right, don't so, think so about that it did, yeah. So, so I thought the first 30, 35 minutes were really good, actually. I, okay. and, and, and that, and that's what I really liked. And then they did the thing I, I thought was incredibly cool and also ruined the movie aside mm-hmm. from the exposition, which was, I loved that he cut off the hand. I thought that was like the it coolest, takes a while to get there. the coolest thing you could do in that situation, sure. cut off the hand, but they cut off the hand in order to separate the man yes, from, from the, the monster. Yeah. And then he could kill the monster. It's a smart thing to do. In terms of story. But it turns it into every other movie. Yeah, I know. So that's, you know. It's also like, it's a hand. What would you guys have done? I as, understand. As the writer of the movie, I would no, have no, no. cut it off as Anton. at the end of the second act. No, yeah. as Anton. Cut the hand off. Yeah, obviously. Not me. Kill yourself? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I think those are the options. <laughs> <laughs> I'm take it too far. I would have handcuffed my hand to my waist. Problem uh, solved. Well, can, here's the other question. <laughs> that we, the head is super strong. Well, what's he going to do? Poke my thigh? Like, no, it'll no, break, it'll the, break handcuff. the fucck in handcuffs. Well, come on. Not. Come on. You know, we got you. We got you. No, you we don't. Because you. there was a lot of uh, time where he the hand was fine because it was just tied up to the bedpost. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Here's the other thing. Why doesn't it spread That's past fair. the hand? Like, why is it just one hand? It doesn't. I mean, it, it, 
it's kind of illogical. Why is it just one hand and not two hands? Why is it not his whole body? Know, like, why is it, it just- like weirdly bothering me that it was called Idle Hands and not Idle Hand? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, but was the movie about the possessed hand or was it about Anton? And moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so he buries his friends. <laughs> they were both And idle. he buries his parents. And then That's the hand basically drags him over to Molly's house. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Throws the cat. Throws the cat. Because the hand is also horny. No, because the hand needs to find a lovely lady to take to hell. It's explained. Yeah, it's true. So it's both. Any, both. Yeah. Horny and lovely lady. Yeah. But again, yeah, okay. it's explained later. Very While late. it's happening, because you they, don't know why the fuck anything's happening. Because they happening. wrote it as they were going. And someone <laughs> in a room, not too dissimilar from this one, raised Maybe their hand yeah. and said, hey, let's explain what's going on. And they're like, oh, okay. We should have done that ages ago. Had we known all of this, it just wouldn't feel so... It's anyway. That being said, he goes to Molly's house. That's like a well-worn trope. That's like the that's Rosemary's baby. It's it's everything. That's Ghostbusters. It's, it's big trouble in little China. Yeah, it's everything. Okay. Movie. Um. So he goes over to her house. He rings the the hand rings the doorbell. He falls over the bush. Great physical bush. acting at this point by which Devin, is, which is great. I know no you point. hate him, but he's, I know I don't hate he's him. Hot and he's jumping over the. He's thing. hot. He falls backwards Just over Canadian. the bush, and then he says. Sorry about your bush when she crude, walks out. Crude. But also, it doesn't make sense. Mm, well, he fucked up her bush. Yeah, yes. It doesn't make sense as a pun. There it is. Yes. It doesn't make... I understand she, that we're... She, she, would, she would barely wearing clothes. She would obviously be like, oh, the bush outside, don't worry about it. I think yeah. the joke is he said the word bush. Right. And he did, she wasn't in a naughty context. Right, but it... It doesn't make any sense. That's I don't joke. mean to. I don't mean to get. No, let's get technical. It doesn't make sense. Granular. Fine. So he says, "Bush." She's barely. Cl- she's in her pajamas. She's wearing a robe, which is open, and uh, she invites him into her house. Crazy. I don't know if she has parents or not. Doesn't matter. I guess apparently doesn't matter. Uh, Anton probably killed him. Just possible. forgot about. Well, Anton's been her neighbor, so they they don't know each other by name, but 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 her she inviting- might know that he's safe. Uh, it's it's unmotivated she's horny too okay these are all leaps that we're not definitely thinks he's hot moving on fine she thinks he's hot she invites him into her bedroom and at this point i was having american pie flashbacks of shit that just doesn't fucking happen yeah hot girls in bedrooms like the whole thing just feels like it's written by a horny it happens to devon sawa and it happens to junior from little giants it didn't happen to any of us it doesn't happen to jason biggs it does well, that, but that, it didn't happen to Jason Biggs. It, it does happen to Jason Biggs. Jason yeah, Biggs. it really does. That <laughs> makes no that, sense. That we should listen to our American. Well, she's so. foreign. <laughs> that okay. That, so that she'll hook up with an Amer- still American. Still goes a long uh, way. <laughs> Trust me, I did my semester but, abroad oh in Italy. But she had a school of them. She had a school of American. He was nice. He tried. He ultimately, it doesn't matter. We're in Molly's bedroom with Anton. He grabs her hand. Sorry, his hand grabs her ass, and she's fine with it. She's not only she's fine with it, she's into she it. Is... She's into it. <clears throat> well, because when he had once been shy, now he was forward. So, so she was impressed by how comfortable he had gotten with her on the way up. He to ties the his hand up, and she thinks easily. It's by the way, so uh, because uh, the hand is down with it, because he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Fair, fair, fair. He ties his hand to the bedpost, which she thinks is kinky. How does she know that? I was just going to say this. She's a seventeen-year-old girl. Porn? Pre-internet, pre-internet, seventeen-year-old. She's into S and M. She's into bondage. 
She's a metal anyway. girl with gum on her shoes. That's or whatever true. the lyric. Oh, yeah. is. <laughs> She's got yeah, gum what is it? on her. Oh my god, <laughs> that was a fucking song. She got nothing to lose. She got gum, gum on her shoes. shoes. Oh my god, that's so gross. It's amazing. Uh, and that, this is where I asked the seat. question: How are they a couple already? We haven't built up to this in any way, shape, or form. <clears throat> well, in high school, you couple up quick. And you also I'll give you that. I'll you know what? I don't know. I'm defending. This no, movie. no, no. You know, but I. That's that's I, not. I, that's, that's totally fair. It's it's a fair point, but but I still stand by. Nobody thought about that. It wasn't on purpose. Uh, Anton has no remorse for his dead parents. None. None. <laughs> he needs to get high, dude. He's just drinking and, and sort of gives a eulogy. It's terrible. Uh, and, then his, and then his friends come back to life because they said, fuck heaven. It was yeah, too, didn't want to go too long too far. Being lazy <laughs> too far. was so cool in high school. <laughs> that was the number one thing. It's like, how lazy yeah. could you be? Which is basically absolutely true. How lazy yeah. were you guys? I had my own reclining chair in the middle of a room with no room to get. Like it took up all the empty space that, in the room. That was like just one. I had a bed and then a, 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 a reclining chair and then a TV and a desk. That's no room great. to walk. Not to not to call you out too much. Well, but you're going for to? a good for a good looking in shape guy. Appreciate that. Before you were married with a career, yeah, one of the laziest guys I've ever met. Yeah. Just like, we just like, what? But how non lazy am I now? Not lazy at all. Check you do out chores. my chores series. You do chores. But when I went to visit you guys in Skidmore, it was insane. You guys had, you guys had become one with the couches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you guys didn't do like that? The, I mean, this was, no, we, this you was visited me too. You visited me in college too. We just, we, we just lived inside our couch cushions. Yes. This was we were very, so cool. I, I don't know if that's how uh, college kids or high school kids are now, but that's how it was. Honestly, I fucking hope not. Like, <laughs> what a waste of time. It's a waste. But, it's a real waste. But we made great friendships and had a lot of fun. That's all that matters, right? Jokes. It's had a lasting effect on my short term. But memory. these kids are fucking lazy. V- uh, yes. In- inarguably lazy. Yes. Um, th- I just wrote Rob Zombie. Remember when that was a thing? <sighs> yeah. It was a thing. When he's, before he was one of our finest film directors. He directed a, a bunch of movies that people really like. Like some you know. legit movies. Yeah. None of us are, are Rob Zombie fans, that's fair to say. I don't I don't know his I've Uber always liked that enough. one song. But that one that's Dragula? my point. That, that that the song in the movie yeah, is yeah. fire. It's yeah. also it also plays You know where it also plays though in the fucking club in the Matrix. Oh, it does. When uh, when he when it cuts when it's like uh, you follow the white rabbit everybody goes to the club that and song was cool dig through yeah. the ditches and yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. why he transcended yeah. genre he did yeah. he did quick fun fact do you want to know what Google says Devin Sawa's net worth is please guess six hundred thousand dollars great guess don't let my response come I'm gonna to say I'm gonna say a million two million you want to guess what Seth Green's is oh that's a lot that's I want to say sixty million I want to say closer to a hundred. 25. Whoa, but really? That's that, a lot lower they're than They're underselling But do we believe celebrity celebritynetworth.net? Yeah. I'm surprised about that because Robot Green, Chicken. Robot Chicken and yeah. Family Guy. The family like, Guy. God, those are huge. Well, Seth, if we're wrong, call in. Yeah, please call in. Yeah. <laughs> call in. Call Is there a call in portion? Call in and tell us just how rich um, you are. We're not on the radio. We're not on the radio, guys. Uh, so, Jessica Alba... I just I wrote isn't really a character. It's pathetic. I, I'm I'm you angry were upset. about Molly. You were upset. I'm angry about Molly because it's it's a wasted opportunity. Like but what were you expecting? Co- I think that they, I think they could have made her. First of all, they tried to go edgy with her in the beginning, and had they or had they leaned into that and done something with her, she would have at least felt like a character. I don't. She doesn't feel like anything. She's not. But what's the problem? <laughs> it's clear that the most important thing. 
was to get her on top of that car in the end and pull her in, yeah. pull her dress off, but, like, and look the way she looks. Shameful, but we all know what we signed up for here. No, I, I, I or maybe we didn't. I mean, I guess people didn't know no, going I'm, to the theater. But. It, but that's just so clear to me that everything else is secondary to how she looked. Bill, you're sighing. What's up? It's just, it's a bummer. Because I feel like, and again, we're going to have this conversation many times over. We have, we have 250 more of these movies to cover, but it just, it's just disappointing. There are movies that have. Because 99 had, it was sort of, I don't want to say the death rattle, but it definitely was the last time we had had this many teen oriented movies coming out. There were a ton of them. And some of them did a great job. I think Canterly Wait does a great job, at least of, of, of each character feels like its own fucking thing. For sure. And, you know, there are movies that came out, other teen movies, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You being one of them. She's all that. There are lots. So I was just bummed that, like, this one that was playing in a fun sandbox just kind of punted on having any female characters of note. Like, I think they think that Vivica Fox's character is, like, a badass in this. But I don't, or a fun character. Or a fun Same character. Jessica Alba's character. They tr- they think she's a badass, but don't give her enough respect give her to give her any dimension. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a bummer. But you know, listen, it is what it is. But the one scene with her friend and the fan was pretty cool. Very heroic. Wait, when she she saves her friend, for, she is heroic when she uses her her stiletto to stop the fan. Why couldn't, why couldn't she have used her own shoe? She's like, give me yeah, your shoe. I was like, sh- give me your shoe. Yeah, that's what. But I then thought. her friend mm. dies anyway. Good. But she's a dummy. In a pretty brutal way. Which you don't see. I, I'm, I'm happy they didn't see. I don't need to see that. I it was enough the seeing the hand explode in the, uh, oh, in the microwave. Very gruesome. Mm. And then they so ate out of where, So at this point, where are we in the plot? But I mean, I'm trying to just remember. He chops off the hand. He puts it in the microwave. And then. It doesn't stop it. It doesn't stop it because Mick uh, and uh, let it out of the microwave. I was going to say, super strong hand. Couldn't get out of the microwave. The movie after that is basically three identical scenes after each other. They're just new sets. The hand uh, goes to a place. It's the worst part of the movie. And Anton follows it and the hand kills people Mm -hmm. while Anton's trying to to stop it. Often people have never seen. In the burger store. It happens at the dance. The principal's office. The principal's office. The dance. The car. The hot chick. The hot chick, and, the bro, yeah. and then it happens in, yeah. and then we get to the end of the movie. The way a slasher movie is supposed to work is you don't know the people they kill in the beginning, and the people they kill at the end you really fucking care, care about. about. Yeah, yeah, like Scream. They do it in the reverse. In in Scream, Henry Winkler's character, you saw him in one scene before. He's the first guy who's not Drew Barrymore killed. You don't really give a shit. It's just a great scene. And then they start killing the people we love because Scream's yeah. a perfect movie. This is not Scream's a great movie. This is just not the same. It's not. It's, it's just no, not built. Well. Not up. Yeah. No. 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 Um, but anyway, the hand gets out. Uh, we have the scene in the car with the should, making out kids. Should we take some time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can. I just. I think it's gross because <laughs> it's a little gross. It's, she's super hot, and yeah. like for the people who they're appealing to, teenagers, seventeen-year-olds, sure, sure. like it's awesome to get to see. This girl's boobs. boobs. Sorry to be juvenile, but I'm not lying. And then the hand comes up, and it's it's really it's rotting, and the and hand is in a bad way. And she doesn't know the yeah, hand is been, also grabbing her boobs, yeah. and it's like it's really it's also. I think what I found a little, I mean, and this is not the first movie to do this, and it certainly won't be the last. But the nudity kind of came out of nowhere. Like it's not a movie that is it rated? R? It must be rated. It definitely R. is rated R. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like we were seeing boobs a lot in this movie. It seemed like... It just like, felt like, ah, eh, horny teenage boys yes. were like this. It, seem, it seemed know. like I they, wasn't they it. felt like there was an expectation in the movie like this would have nudity. Because of the, a horror movie. 
horror movie, R-rated. Um, but like Scream doesn't have any nudity. Scream doesn't have any nudity, but okay. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I just went yeah, the I whole know. entire day. No, but I don't think what you're saying negates what he's saying. I, know, I think I, there's someone in a room yeah. who said, the, yeah, the, we could do nudity because it's a horror movie. This is, this is, this is a, a, a lower brow movie yeah. with, less, with, with significantly yeah. less arti- art, artistic integrity. But um, some studio exec was like, just get some boobs. Just get some boobs in there. Just get some, some, some in there. boobs in there. Yeah, the, the, the kids yeah, want it. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Either way, these, this young couple is killed. I want to say one more thing about yeah, that, please. though. If there were more boobs, <laughs> mm-hmm. if it was. I like where you're going with this. Like, if it was more like. So, Roger Corman's like fame, most famous movies, probably Faster Pussy Who Got Kill Kill, which is about three well endowed women mm-hmm. who go, who are in the desert and basically are just killing men. Mm-hmm. And. You know, it's it's now kind of reviewed through viewed through like this rearview mirror as a feminist empowerment movie, but also it's very clearly objectifying these three women. Like there is a way yeah. to have more fun with weird sexual kill sure, with sure, his sure. hand if that, you own that, it. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah. This that was not kind of great. fun. This was this not was that. disgusting. No, yeah, this, this didn't work. Yeah, it was disgusting, but. It, again, this like, could have been a really it's fun, disgusting for the record. It's it's disgusting like for it. all the right reasons. Su- super problematic. Yeah. Um, but it, this could have been a lot more fun. I guess that's kind of the more, movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, The whole movie could have been uh, a lot more fun. So totally. We, I guess at this point, uh, Molly shows up at uh, Anton's, and the other thing too is that everyone gets a pass because it's Halloween. So the way they look, you mean the way they look? Yes. So he chopped off his hand, but it's fine because it's Halloween and there's, you know, uh, Seth Green has a bottle in his head, but it's fine because it's Halloween. Also, like, are these kids, are their parents like professional? (sighs) Yeah, exactly. Makeup artists? Like who does that for Halloween? Exactly. But not, not (laughs) problematic Rodman. Not the worst way to get around this shit. No, you know, it works. It works yeah, fine. It does. It does. I totally to. bought it. Yeah. See how it um, she picks him up. They go to the dance. Right. We're yeah, basically yeah. there. Right. We're at the dance. Yeah. We're at the dance. Uh, Vivica a. Fox is already paired up with what's his face. Jack Noseworthy. Jack Noseworthy. Um, and uh, he tells her about the fact that Anton is probably the guy. So everything is kind of uh, dovetailing towards this dance. Um, As is. The way it has to be yes. in literally every teen movie. Dances yes. are big. That's not sports related. Yes. Well, because it's also uh, indoors and easier to shoot indoors. Yep. Cheaper to shoot. Smart. Um, so there's that too. But uh, all this being said, they go to the dance. The offspring is singing the Ramones. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we think it's supposed to be the offspring or it's supposed to be just a band? No, it, can, it has just, to be a band. It's just a band. There's no like way this high school When book. they go and see Mighty, Mighty Mighty Bostones, is that supposed to be Mighty Mighty Bostones? Yes. yes. But that's at a, that's at a, but that's that's at a, a club. That's exactly. 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 All right. And also, this is they're just, cool enough to go see a Mighty Mighty Bostones. Yeah. Which was Where is this set, by the way? Because I love the houses. Really nice craftsman. Was set in Oregon, or maybe it was shot in Oregon. I, 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 there's yeah. something about Oregon that, that's there's something in my Pacific head, Northwest. They, all, yeah, they lived in very big houses. I yeah, it was very loved nice. where they lived. Yeah. I loved how yeah. lush it was. Yes, like I that's agree. the best part about the movie. I agree. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's the best part, but I'm going to give this movie a six. Uh, so then a, a teacher is jerking off in uh, in his oh. office, and the hand kills him. And then Do you guys uh, know who that guy is? Yeah, he looked familiar to me, but I couldn't tell you who he yeah, was. I was doing him. something else during that part of the movie, but I... I, <laughs> I hope you remember. Yeah, it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, both of us are? <laughs> now I'm <That's> done. weird. <laughs> yeah. He had this, uh, this syndicated 
uh, talk show parody. Yes, Nightstand. Yes, with the guy from Nightstand, Nightstand and he okay. he, he also did this, the uh, parody. Son of a bitch. Yeah, beat me to it. He's a, he's he's actually he was really funny in that, and it it pains me to see him do this stupid shit. But oh well. he's killed by the hand, mm. and then the hand I think cleverly sharpens its nails in the pencil sharpener. Smart move. I kind of made him that. more deadly. Yeah. It made him more deadly. It was clever. It was a way of amping it up a little bit. Uh, but it's really the only thing they amp up. If the whole movie was that scene, <laughs> you know, you, you make the movie out of the what? hand sharpening scene, then then it was great. Yeah, yeah. it'd be a great movie. Do you think that they were trying to do? Uh, they were trying to amp it up with the puppets because that was very problematic. I don't know, I don't as well. know what the puppet situation. Because then was. he could control the puppet's eyes, and then the puppet got stoned. I think they just that what came, well, clearly they were like crazy. we have to, it was crazy. They, everyone had given up. Everyone had gone home. <laughs> I mean, at that point, that was really really bad. Tell them, tell them really what we're talking weird. about. What are Explain we talking about? Basically, the hand gets a puppet on his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know where the puppet comes from. And it anthropomorphizes the puppet. Yeah, the puppet like starts, you know, moving into having uh, a personality. It's basically Chucky. Like the puppet becomes exactly. Chucky at that point, And the puppet is our killer at that point. Yeah, have you seen have you seen Idle Hands, Absolutely Rob? Not, no. You've never seen it, Rob? No. Yeah. Oh. You're missing out. No. This sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just depends on what, where your bar is. Rob, we, we definitely told you we were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I missed it. No, you I, I listen. You, I missed it too. <laughs> I truly didn't go into this thinking it would be this kind of podcast. Not the podcast, the movie. I thought this yeah. would be like I know a what fun. You, yeah. Silly. No, it's it is nineties movie. It is that though. I, I think you're being yeah. a little hard on it. I don't know what I'm. I had a good up. time. Wait, but so anyway, I th- did like it. I truly did. But like the puppet it. becomes, to your point, Chucky. The puppet becomes this sort of like a character at yes. this point, which is very surreal and takes a hard turn towards the. I don't understand what's happening. Well, do you think this is plausible? Maybe the actor <laughs> that you can ask if the hand <laughs> could really take could really over a puppet. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> do you think that the actor who played the hand? Yes, Christopher. Uh, yes, continue. Who, by the way, Christopher Minsplat. Christopher Hart. Build in this movie. Yeah, Christopher Hart. Yeah, well, he's he's got a lot of screen time. Maybe he had a maybe he had a <laughs> conflicting. <laughs> Uh, and he oh that's <laughs> amazing they couldn't anymore. get the hand anymore oh, that's yeah so that's amazing I hope that's true I cannot make any uh, other sense of it can't make heads or tails of it uh, is that a pun no not no, really okay. it sounded like a pun it sounded like a pun uh, yeah I don't know I, I it's it's weird and here's what I'll give it at least it changes the dynamics like it changes the visual language of what's going on so that because there's a part of me that's like if they were married to and it seems they were that he gets the hand high. It's very hard to do without the hand being enclosed in something. He's got a hot box. It's He's got a hot box. The hand It does the opposite for me though. It's you're fighting the hand at the end. You should be fighting the fucking hand. You know, you shouldn't be fighting this puppet, but that's like, why the original fucking ending where there's a multiplication of the hand mm. where it's like gremlins and the hand gets to people that didn't know this. Uh, basically what happened was I'll explain it. How could you not know this? <laughs> The original ending of this movie was an elaborate swimming pool sequence utilizing a large pool model, a wall of hands, and a hellhole visual. First of all, what does a large pool model mean? It's a large pool. Uh, (laughs) With a hellhole visual that it was no filtration system. (laughs) That was initially planned to be the final hand encounter. So to me, part of my issue with this is that there's no escalation really. Like the hand is the hand, and then he sharpens his fingers, and that's an escalation. And then covers him. And then he up. makes a, fu- and then he's a fucking puppet. Whereas if he had fallen into the water, and again, the mythology of this makes no fucking sense. But if like a gremlin, you threw him in the water, and all of a sudden you had a multiplication situation, yeah. like, and you're fighting a whole bunch of hands, 
that feels like a climax of a movie that makes fucking sense well, to me. Sounds very expensive. And that was what happened. They couldn't do it and they turned it into a shop class and a bong joke and a fucking puppet and a girl being pushed into a pentagram. And I'm just like, I don't I even think know. The what excuse they used was it didn't feel tonally right. Like That's anyone what they said. is like, <laughs> the anyone is keeping track of, of the tone. Of the tone. I, I agree. So, so Jessica Alba basically is on the hood of a car. It's great. After yeah. her friend is killed by the hand <laughs> in a very elaborate fashion where he basically, the hand. Which, is, which is like truly horrific. One of the better scenes in the movie. I agree. There's like a fan, obviously a ventilation. There's always a vent. Yeah, and very the, big vent. And they the decide to walk to, two yeah, by two yeah, down the vent. Guys. The vent is so big that two people side by side with room can walk can crawl down this. But another nice nugget when Seth Green gets his his thing yeah. stuck in there, like just yeah. just nice. Just, yeah. yeah, little things like that. I but yeah, that. why are you guys going two by two? It doesn't make any sense. No. So the there is a fan. Uh, Jessica Alba uses her friend Tanya's uh, um, shoe yeah, stiletto to stop the fan. Jessica Alba gets through, and then the hand sees the shoe. And then basically hangs and explodes Tanya, which we, again, yeah. we don't see. Um, there is a kind of gross bit of joke that I kind of laughed at, which is when Mick and Nub are also going through the vent. And he's like, you can have a piece of Tanya now. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was low hanging fruit. But I, low hanging I, fruit. I, laughed, I, like, I laughed it. That's clever. Disgusting and yeah. relatively clever. Um, and then, yeah, so Jessica Alba is. I don't even understand <laughs> i'm sorry but i don't understand how so jessica alba runs she's knocked unconscious by he dro- i guess the hand drops something on her head and then we're led to believe that the hand drags her very james bond super strong hand drags her to the fucking Thanks. shop just kill her then uh, oh no you know why you, I'll, I'll try and make sense of pentagram. i think so i think he has to smush but, her into a pentagram Okay. That's in the, <laughs> I mean, again, it's not explained, but sure. No, I, Phil, we all know that's how you get to hell. That's it. That's there that, has to that's be a in the Bible. But they don't that's even. Like, this is smush. the thing, like the hellhole thing. <laughs> that's in the, the fan fiction about ancient druids. But like the hellmouth thing, the whole Buffy hellmouth thing is in the vernacular at this point, right? Mm-hmm. To a I'm certain unfamiliar. extent. Well, okay. You've never seen Buffy? No. Can you believe it? That's crazy. You enjoy it. Buffy is a vampire what? slayer, it's a great movie. and, and great Sunnydale, show. the city she lives in, town she lives in, yeah. is on a Hellmouth where sounds like a portal. That's how they explain it. how all, all these the monsters, monsters are, are coming up in this one random California town. town. I understand portal, and it kind of it it puts it that makes sense to me in an evil snow globe of sorts where like now everything is kind of right contained, but I get that why they didn't go with the Hellmouth. I don't know. And the fact that they don't even talk about it either. Like, even if that pentagram started, like, flaming and, like, opened some sort of portal or whatever, I would have been like, I understand this. Yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't happen. No. I'm also supposed to believe that a hand, a teenage boy's hand, has the strength to be able to drag a teenage woman to there, ties her up, draws a pentagram, does all these things. I don't think you get to take umbrage with that. The physics are a disaster in this movie. I I think that's... (laughs) That's something I, I, I can't dispute. That. That's something once it flies through the window, yeah, I know. we're I know. on board or we're not. I mean, we're, we've I been agree, we've been just I talking I, about I, this yeah. this hand seeing things yeah. like it's not a big deal. <laughs> you know, it's just oh, then the hand sees her coming. Yeah. Oh, sure, whatever. <laughs> like it doesn't have lungs or a brain to ingest me to get high. But I will say. <laughs> What is going on here? <laughs> but the hand does put in a great performance. One of the best in the movie. It, it does. It's it's a very life. <laughs> well, but I just life mean like it's actually like 
<laughs> Rob is so gone right now. All right, so uh, let's let's, uh, let's just wrap let's this, finish up. this up. But basically, yeah. the plan oh, to no. kill Molly makes yeah. little sense. Crushing into pentagram, whatever. We are longer than the movie. And officially, um, easily. <laughs> I also said I can't decide if getting the hand high is funny or incredibly dumb or both. I just think it's both, probably right. Like it's just both. Is it's what absurd. Going for. Wait, wait. What's the question? I said I can't decide if getting the hand high is funny or incredibly dumb. Probably both. It, I think it's incredible. I didn't laugh. It's incredibly oh, you dumb. Didn't, oh, you didn't find that funny? No, okay. no. I didn't like find you. almost anything that <laughs> Did they any were of the pot stuff fly for you. Nothing that anyone except for Seth Green. Okay. was actually Interesting. funny. Interesting. Okay. And the value for me in this movie was I think some of the stuff you mentioned in the beginning was mm-hmm. just sort of the nostalgia factor. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I have a question for you uh, about stoner movies or movies to watch when you're stoned. Is there any movie you can think of that where the characters smoke pot and that's a big part of the movie, which is enjoyable to watch high? That is enjoyable to watch high? Watch while high. I mean... Like I don't think Pineapple Express is a fun movie to watch while you're high. I don't. I don't think. Do you how, think there's something about it that that's what? If, are you, that's less on, fun when you're high. Are you speaking high? to like trippy movies, or are no, you speaking no, no. to like movies about stoners? Um, like no, half I'm baked, speak, right? I'm okay, speaking right. about mo- Pineapple Express, half baked, Cheech and Chong. Those movies aren't fun for stoners. Why not? A movie that's fun for stoners is like Primer. Or like, <laughs> what's Primer? It's like a time travel movie. Like, like, like. Because you're like, whoa, time travel. It's like, yes. uh, what's that um, upstream color? The upstream color. Yeah, the, the second crazy. The or second like uh, Koyaskatsi yeah. in those movies. Uh, I could sit there and watch Koyaskatsi for Ever. hours. I understand with your the film glass stuff. Yes, just because a movie is about weed doesn't make it enhanced Fun by weed that smoke or weed. or funny necessarily. I mean, That's exactly. What I'm I found at. the weed jokes to be obvious and, and seemingly written by a 40 year old trying to capture a teenage yeah, voice. I, I maybe a 40 year old who smokes pop, but, but maybe just so, just yeah. so easy and, and, and not, so I'm getting not how yeah. I spoke because I was so much cooler than that. Well, but it's also like, <laughs> I think there's so also, you know. but there is something to the fact that like, you know, when it feels like your parents writing a comedy about stoners, it's just, it doesn't feel. But even, hip. even half baked, which was written right. by adults. Uh, well, did Dave Chappelle write that movie? I don't know if he wrote that movie, but uh, like Brewer might've, and that guy's a stoner. Right. There's, there's a, there's a bona fide stoner writing stoner comedy. It just still doesn't, I, I kind of agree with what Kenny is saying. I, th- I think half baked's pretty funny, but not because it's funny for a high person no. because some of the jokes are funny. In that yeah. Movie. I think no. better movies. But I would for also say people, as someone who doesn't smoke pot, um, I do find watching people that are high can be funny. Oh, I would find it. I would find it like what, being around drunk people when you're sober, like so annoying. No, no. Oh, sorry. In a movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not in real life. In real life, I find them boring and they right. just seem like they're sleepy. Just docile. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. Timmy boring right now? No. <laughs> I don't know if I'm high right now. <laughs> I, I was when you know I watched I mean? the movie. Like, I, I, there are several <laughs> examples of, that I can think of, of scenes where characters are high and I find that funny. Yeah. Dave Chappelle and Neil Brennan did write Half-Baked. Oh, there you go. Uh, so the, the, the one last thing that I, the one last line that kind of jumped out at me that made me go like, what? Was at the end, they kill the hand. Vivica Fox has some fucking special, special knife, knife. And she throws it at the hand and the hand evaporates. Uh, and then she turns to What's-His-Face and says, now for the ritualistic sex? Mm-hmm. Like, you had one character who seemed to have... you. Basically, two female characters in this movie, and one of them you kind of 
made her kind of a bit of a badass, or at least tried to make her seem like she was independent to a certain extent. Talking about Vivica. Yeah. And then you throw that away with her last line by turning her into just some hot fucking woman that wants to have sex with a teenager. She was very hot at that moment, too. It's just just lame. What's up? She was in Booty Call. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, um, was Jack Noseworthy a teenager? He had just got out of, I think he was probably in his early 20s. He knew a lot about cars. And he tried, to have se- he tried to have sex with a teenager. <laughs> That's problematic for him. Because um, <laughs> he was at that, the, that, there was that scene too earlier where we're introduced to this character at the um, uh, fast food place. No, no, no. Well, yeah. Was it there? It was outside where they had there. The, no, he, he's the outside of memorial his memorial. Yeah, the, for the, those the are two kids. guys who worked at the fast food place. That jerked off, off. In, the, in the milkshakes. Yeah, that's horrid. Like, yeah, that's not Just funny. gross. Yeah, no. That's the way that was shot. <laughs> I actually kind of liked it. Felt like almost Bill and Tedsy. Like yeah. there was like for thirty five minutes of this movie, I, I I had this like feeling that this was like Bill and Ted's or like Empire Records or like sure, sure, sure. just had this like kind of vibe I was working with, and then it fell apart. But yeah. Um, uh, okay, let's talk about the um, soundtrack to this movie. Great. Um, here are some of the bands that are on this soundtrack: Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, not featured in the film. Not featured in the film. Uh, the song wasn't. The s- That's right. Nor was the band. Uh, the Offspring, obviously. But Can I also say that I did song. take some pleasure in the fact that the hand tears his fucking terrible bleach blonde hair off of his scalp? He scalps him. Which I loved. Um, that was a highlight for me. Uh, Rob Zombie, obviously Dragula, mm-hmm. although they had some weird remix version of it for this soundtrack, which I imagine was probably cheaper than the real one. <laughs> the karaoke version. <laughs> uh, a band called Zebrahead, which I'm not sure that I ever knew them. Uh, a band called Disappointment Incorporated, which mm, might be the most 90s Very angsty. Band. So angsty. Uh, singing a song called Bleeding Boy. Uh, These are some bad band names. <laughs> the Vandals, but they're, I mean, they were real. Motley Crue. Uh, Lion Rock. Lion Rock. Static X. Yeah, I don't know a lot of these bands. Unwritten Law. Then in, di- in addition to the those line. on the soundtrack album, the following songs were also used in the movie. Rancid is used in the movie. Um, I Want to Be Sedated, as I mentioned, the Ramon song. Uh, Sublime is in there. Sublime is yeah. in there. Uh, a band called Birth Through Knowledge. Mm, great band that I've never heard of. Um, <laughs> A, I didn't know that was it. Yeah. The two live crew, I think, performs Pop That Coochie, which they, they all do. stop to watch and they ignore do. the dead bodies because it's such a good video. Um, <laughs> it, should, it should also be said that uh, there's a cover here. Oh, my God. Why am I drawing a blank? Oh, uh, the Waking Hours cover Mama Said Knock You Out. Mm, the LL Cool J hit. The LL Cool J hit. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a real... Um, cornucopia of the of, moment of the moment mm-hmm. um just just a little left of center it's kind of things you'd hear on headbangers ball but like definitely stuff you'd hear on mtv mm-hmm. um uh it should also be said that robot chicken did a sketch on idle hands Saw that called idle nuts mm. uh where the sketch is essentially the same <laughs> plot of the movie <laughs> Clever. but, in, but, it's, not to kill but it involves testicles instead of a possessed hand sounds pretty funny can you can you parody a movie that's like not serious? Like, does that work? I don't know. That's, that's it's also, I mean, I can only assume is. that there's Seth Green's got all sorts of uh, you know hidden Easter eggs within that sketch. I'm very uh, interested in the Seth Green discussion because I did like him in this movie, but I don't like him really historically. Yeah, you don't like him on. Oh, you didn't see Buffy? Yeah, no, I didn't see Buffy. You know, we actually we were big fans of him in the Austin Powers movie. 
Because it's he's a standout yeah, in that movie. He, he, he is. is really good in that movie. You're because right. he gets the fucking joke. But he's the he, only one who grounds that movie. He can be so bad in, in other movies. Oh, well, I mean, what are? Hold but on, he's actually he's so good in Austin Powers. It elevates it elevates all those Doctor Evil scenes from just like it does. He is total really good. parody, and he does play the same character always. So I don't know why he's good in in that and not good in the Italian job. But he's just not. I just there's something I, I like Seth Green. Um, I do think he's funny, but I think part of it is because he's always the audience. Yeah. And that's, he's just, he's always the guy that's like. Nice little niche car for, car right? Where himself. he's yeah. just like, I'm the guy that gets the joke and knows what this movie's trying to do. Right. And it looks like something's about to fall off the wall. Yeah. Uh, I don't, that was amazing, though. Uh, <laughs> it's just the possums in the wall. Before our very eyes, it looked like that was about to fall off. So I. Maybe there's, I think a, the thing there's a hand. Yeah, we should probably put that on the ground. Uh, I think we should go ahead and do some zero to ninety nine. Just to finish up on the Seth Green stuff, I I do like Seth Green because I do think that he's the guy that's sort of not winking at the screen, but is just sort of he's he's a way for the audience to be like, it's okay, we get it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, which is I think where you and I sort of differ on the movie, okay. which is like. He's the one who's telling us this is a piece of shit. Just enjoy it for what it is. Right. And, and right. you know, you had higher expect- expectations, so you were a little more disappointed. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree with that. I mean, I'm looking at his credits. It's a lot of voice work, which, I mean, makes sense. which makes sense. Um, he was money. on that show Four Kings. Remember that show on NBC yeah. for five seconds? Yeah. Uh, he's been on Grey's Anatomy a couple of times. Like, he's, listen, I have I have no beef with with I, with Seth Green. Neither does America. Th- Twenty five million dollars. I think he's I think he's According a funny good guy. Several worth celebrity worth <laughs> seventy. Whoa, he was uh, on Broad City too. I forgot about that. I think we should do zero to ninety nine. Yeah, on this show, please. This podcast, we rank the movie, yeah. or rate the movie from <laughs> zero to ninety nine. I'm, I'm still now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> zero being the worst, ninety nine being the best. There is no hundred. Just to be very clear, because there is no such thing. Well, because it's zero. Two ninety nine. Ninety nine is the highest. I think we're too clever by name. half here. I really don't think we are. How could nobody get this? You are know. not the first. I'm, I'm, you are the every guest. I'm, you are the every stoned. guest. Don't listen to me. Um, we rank it. We rank we, it. You I don't rank know. Why it? I keep saying rank. We rate it based on. That's so first, we say what we thought in ninety nine. For me, that is N dash A. And then we think what we think. Then we say what, what? we think. Now. On, what? What? Not, not applicable. applicable. Sorry, you're saying first we say. You <laughs> might want to do this. How stoned right. are we? Um, it's, it's hot in here, man. It is hot it's in here. It's a little toasty. All right. So first thing we do is we say what it was in 99. And for me, if that's- If we saw it in 99. Ah. Well, we, we say it. what we would have ranked it. Okay. And then if we, which we have- if You we want to do this from the beginning? Yeah. No, sorry. I, I don't. We're not- Keep all this in, Rob. There's no reason to cut any of this. Okay, sure. Yes. Okay. It's very simple. If you saw it in 99, what your ranking was in 99. If you didn't, we just rank it what you saw. What you N dash A. So I'm an N dash A. Yeah. And as is, as slash is you, you remember seeing it in 99. So but I remember the feelings I had about it. What were they? Zero to 99. Well, wait. Give me a second. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go, go first. Ahead. So go ahead. Uh, when I saw it in 99, it was not a memorable movie. The evening I had around Idle Hands was more memorable than the movie the itself. Wings. Yeah, chicken the wings. wings. The chicken wings are really good, guys. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so I'd say I'd probably give it like a 65 in 99. Can, can I get some context? Like what's a 90 for you? Uh, I think oh. I've only broken 90 with Run Lola Run thus far. Not, not Talented Miss Ripley. 
Yes, I broke that for and not eyes wide shut. And definitely eyes wide shut. Those are all my. Those are definitely in the nineties. Okay, for me, it's very simple. Fifty is the pass fail line. Oh yeah. So if it's above fifty, I was into it. Below fifty, I wasn't into it. Pass fail. Um, not like A B C D. Right. I. Okay, we could probably do this, right? I, I don't know if Timmy can do it. Let's do you see. think you can do this? What am I going right, to guess so what he thinks it is? You no, I mean, it, you're you going to just do your ranking. I don't know, man. I'm pretty spaced you out. You gave it a 65 and I mean, 99. I give it a 65 Today and 99. Give it a, I'd give it a 40. Uh, I can do this. <laughs> probably when I saw it, I probably gave it a 75. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you liked it in 99. Yeah, enough to But you don't know what, you don't know what 75 means this. to me. I don't. Let's just do the. Uh, what, 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm not making it too hard for you guys. Uh, and now I would probably give it uh, sixty. Wow. Okay. High scores. That's no. I mean, I that means you liked it. I, I mean, listen, I'm giving it a forty because I think that I actually don't think forty is that bad for me after okay. the conversation we've been I, having. I'm not comparing mm-hmm. it to you know Kramer versus Kramer. I'm com- just comparing I like that it that to that was the poll, the, the, the quintessential ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, to, right? to the to the to the to the time i had last night watching it giggling at the parts i thought were funny great that's that's pretty good if it hands you a laugh that's you i mean listen no more mr knife guy is the gift that keeps on giving and i'm surprised that in your mind's eye the west wild wild west has not risen when i give it 25 yeah 26 now (laughs) i will give uh i i i wrote down 58 i think this is a 58 for me that sounds fair i all told, like this movie, this conversation made me like it a little less. I'm going to keep keep it with my 58, though. Okay. Um, I did enjoy watching this movie, and I did think Devin Sawa was really good. Mm-hmm. So Definitely when he comes back on the pod, yeah, back talk on, about it. You mean on the pod? God, I don't know what's with me today. <laughs> I don't know. So we should talk this about what we're, so hot, I'm what we're recording. What our next episode is? Go for it. Well, thank you for having me on. Please, of course. We would, we'd actually like to hear your thoughts on what our next film is, if you've seen it. Okay. Uh, Varsity Blues. Is 100%. What, is what we are recording next. Yes. Great. Great. Um, it's, a great, it's a great movie, right? Great movie. I haven't seen it in a very long time, but I remember enjoying it back in the day. I would give it an 88 back in the day. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That okay. movie's great. I mean, I, rem- I did not see it. I saw it in 99. I didn't see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember liking it just fine. Despite... Um, What's his face? James Vanderbeek? Yeah. I'm really excited to see what we think about this movie. Because my yeah, senses... It. it holds up. I've watched it recently. You oh, have? Really? I mean, that's my opinion. It's okay. a solid cast. It's, it's a, a solid cast of like, big like, names that came my, out of it. My Scott Conn can do no wrong. Yes, He's at his Scott best. Con, I, I will forever love Scott Conn. He's an amazing actor. So, yeah. um, he was sitting at the table next to me at dinner the other night. No big deal. So. Did you talk about Hawaii Five-0? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> we were already talking about Hawaii. I mean, of course. Um, uh, someone just walked into our studio. Um, but that's fine. Is it Devin Sawa? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Devin? Uh, so, yeah, first Blues. I'm excited to, I'm excited to watch it again. I think it's gonna be a fun one. You're, you, we've got some more Kenny guests coming on. So we'll have Matt Zimmon and Craig Gerard. They are writers. Not a lot of shit. They're on trial barrier right now, I think. Unless they're on something else. We'll have to ask them. It's gonna be great. Trial and error. God. It's gonna yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, the great dudes. Very Can't excited to, to do it. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be a good really one. good one. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess that's it. Right. I mean, rate, review, hands. subscribe, yeah. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You already got us one of the, those yeah. places. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Uh, I'm at PM Iscove on Twitter and Instagram. Kenny is at Nybard on Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, he he constantly tweets. So you really 
You're going to follow. Tweeting him. a lot more recently. Mm-hmm. We had a little Twitter <laughs> discussion <laughs> recently. A little bit. Tweeting, <laughs> trying to stay a little more socially uh, engaged. Yeah. Uh, did you say Twitter? Tweeter is the Twitter, name of Scott Con in Varsity Blues. Yeah, I'm just foreshadowing oh, the next episode. I didn't even put that together. Um, I don't think I said Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Timmy, do you want to do your social yeah. media? Do you want no, to? I, I, <laughs> do you want to do anybody in your family social media? No. No? I'm good. Okay. I keep it private. Not a brother? Do you not, really? Not a brother, yeah. not a sister? Okay. Well, because Whitney so has gonna, a lot of So you're going to be really helpful at promoting this episode when it uh, drops on Wednesday? Well, my wife has <laughs> 1.2 million, so maybe she can help. That would be great. great. Damn. You you could take that mic. You just drop it if you want. See you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. At two hours. Congrats. We did it. This was so much fun. Thanks for having me. I really had a great time. It was awesome. Thank you. All right. Later. See you next week. Podcast like it. Just podcast like it. Podcast like it's 1999. Podcast like it. You want a podcast like it? Just podcast like it. Podcast like it's 1999. Podcast like it. You want a podcast like it? 1999. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.